Split Line Off-Road Podcast. Side by side, Borch gets a better line. Oh boy, we got wheel to wheel right here. String. Oh, and Stu Baylor right behind him. Russell gonna try to dive bomb down to the inside. No, can't get the line he wants. Everybody. Welcome to the Split Line Off-Road Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Rodney Cooper, and with me today, as always... Brandon Whitehair, guys. What is up? Episode 84 coming at you. 084 is going in the book soon. Man. We got a banger lined up for you guys tonight. <laughs> a banger. A banger. <laughs> We're pumped about it. We got Lance Smith, the owner and founder of XC Gear, going to be coming on at the top of the show. Really excited to talk to him. Mm-hmm. Want to talk about some Mako 360. Oh, yeah. Some Hammerhead 360s we know you guys like those uh pieces of equipment we do too i want to find out the root behind the root the root behind what led him to develop such an awesome product so oh, yeah. excited about that we're also going to have gabriel nod on he is the three time and defending canadian atv xc national champion aka the walker fowler of canada <laughs> Walker commented on it. That's a Walker sta- Walker uh, Walker Fowler statement approved. So we will have him on the show. Uh, talk to him actually last night on the phone. Super cool guy. Uh, uh, super pumped to talk to him about um, what it's like racing in Canada. In Canada. Wow. Yeah, pumped about that. Before we get into it, though, we actually uh, got to give a shout out to jesse ansley he was supposed to come on the show tonight but is unable to uh due to some circumstances but he will Mm -hmm. be on the show soon so if you guys are wanting to listen to that interview make sure you stay tuned he will be on soon (laughs) and uh uh, he um was bummed that he wouldn't be able to be on tonight but uh, we're gonna make it up for sure so jesse uh we'll talk to you down the road man but first before we get into the show we gotta thank our awesome sponsors yep First and foremost, Guts Racing. Been with us since day three. Day three. Day three. Day three. When it was just our moms and Andy Gregg listening. <laughs> That's all. Moms and Andy Gregg. That's all the people that were listening Let's to the talk. show. Andy put his, put his faith in us, and uh, we have carried the Guts Racing torch to the GNCC racing world, especially the ATV yep. GNCC racing world. We've been seeing those seat covers popping up on ATVs all over the GNCC, and there's been a lot of dirt bikes uh, have running them as well, so yeah. pumped about that. They are the best seat covers in the business, That's right. and um, if you don't believe me, believe people like Thad Duvall. Mm-hmm. Heck, believe people like Joel Hetrick. Yeah. Those guys... Ronnie Rush. Ronnie Rush. Ronnie Rush. Uh, who else? John Glotta Jr. Mm-hmm. Those guys use guts to the limits, unlike Brandon and myself, yep. mainly myself, but <laughs> but uh, yeah, trust those guys. They will not lead you astray at all. Next, we got to thank Seal Savers. They have been in the business for 21 years, mm-hmm. providing you with the best fork 
and seal protection uh, for your dirt bike, your ATV, uh, for your coil springs. Uh, if you guys, listen, I don't know what dirt is like in Canada, <laughs> but but if it's muddy up there, yep. like, it, and I have to believe it's muddy up there, because mm -hmm. I've seen some pictures of Gabe and some of the races <laughs> he's ran, and it's been mud fest up there. You got to throw those seal savers on, and you got to yep. protect your equipment. Yeah. And you can do it for an affordable price. That's right. And not only is it affordable, mm -hmm. but you get 20% off by using the discount code SPLITLINE with a capital S, 20% off to save anything or to save on anything they have um, at the uh, uh, Seal Savers website. Right. Next, we got to thank Sunstar Chain of Sprockets. Doug Kirk, awesome dude. Super cool dude. Couldn't ask yep. for a better rep. He, uh, um, he doesn't manufacture them. He doesn't <laughs> make them. But right. Brandon, what are the Chain of Sprockets made of? Case Harden Steel, baby. Case hardens. I know you always like that, baby. I do. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Made with the best products. Tough as uh, tough as nails. Mm -hmm. They survive snowshoe. Yep. They survive a nine hours of havoc. Right. They survive Ironman. Yep. Doug's gonna see if they can survive racing across the mm -hmm. desert and then going to Ironman just on one chain right. of sprocket set. Wow. So, and if you guys aren't sponsored by them. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. All you got to do is use a discount code SPLITLINE30, and you save 30% yep. on any Sunstar and Sprocket or anything you order off of Sunstar. Right. And uh, that's pretty much like having a sponsorship, right? It is, yeah. I mean, these days, it yeah. is. Yep. And then we also got to thank XC Gear, uh, Lance Smith and the guys over at XC Gear. Obviously, super excited to have him on the show. They make top-of-the-line quality products in the Mako 360 that you can have on a dirt bike and an ATV. Yep. ATV for sure. And a mountain bike. And a mountain bike. Well, that's the hammerhead. Well, that that's is. the hammerhead. I mean, I classify them all as the Mako 360. But the hammerhead. But I, I know it's the hammerhead. I know it's the hammerhead. Brandon's classifications are different than everybody else's <sighs> classifications. <laughs> but we've given a lot of Mako 360s away. We gave a lot of them away to uh, ATV guys. Yeah. So we're looking forward to hearing back about those guys. And uh, we've already heard back a lot of people say they love them. Right. Um, didn't know what they were missing until they had them on. Right. Um, they are an investment worth making if you want your ride to be that much better. Oh, yeah. So, And then uh, we also got to thank uh, the Mountain State Hair Scramble Series. Um, Richie Nolan and the crew over there, they put on the top of the line Local local hair scramble series oh, yeah. in West Virginia. It is literally like a miniature GNCC. Yep. When you go to line up at a uh, local mountain state race, you better strap up because you're going to be faced with challenging tracks that mm -hmm. makes you a better rider, and you're going to be faced with a lot of good competition too. Oh yeah. And it's a great family atmosphere. I tell you what, if if you're scared about doing a GNCC and you may want to do a local, go do the mountain state hair scramble, and then when you line up for the GNCC, there should be no worries about you doing one at all. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because they throw everything at you. Yeah. And that was always my biggest thing was like, everybody always, you know, thinking about GNCC racing, I always thought of like Blackwater 100, at least that's what I always thought, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or Snowshoe. Yeah. And uh, that's why I always was kind of hesitant of trying one, but I would go do like a local, but like, I'd be like, hey, what's a local compared to a GNCC? Like, well, if you could do the right. Mountain State. You could do a GNCC. No, I'll tell you what. There's been a lot of mountain state races that, I, that I've that i ran that, like, I feel like they prepare you really well for a mm -hmm. GNCC. I mean, you're getting really tight technical terrain. And if you can hit anything at a, at a mountain state, you can hit anything at a GNCC oh, yeah. for sure. For sure, if yeah. If anything, GNCC is more open and faster. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, yeah, uh, if you've not before, get over there and check out their series. We actually got some swag some swag from <laughs> Richie and the gang. They sent us uh, some stuff. We're going to be giving away. I actually, I believe they're having a race next weekend. They're around six. Mm -hmm. 
I would actually like to figure out a way to give away some of their swag. Maybe like picking overall winners or something like that, mm. which might not be too easy because I don't know if McGill's going to be running. Um, not sure. I'm not sure. So you, you never might, know about him. You might be picking somebody like Devin Masters mm-hmm. or somebody like that who just yeah. who just came off of a fourth place finish at the nine hour. Yeah. Shout out to the split line Gatus team. Shout out to the Gatus split line. That's right. Oh yeah, you said it. Well, I said, said it backwards. So, yeah, synonymous. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, shout out to the team, um, the split line team, uh, Dusty Gatus. Those guys, they 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 rallied together around the group of guys that we had on our team, mm-hmm. and uh, we had them in studio last week. They ended up finishing fourth overall, mm-hmm. fourth in pro, and rode a heck of a race. And they were actually close to getting on the podium, yep. but ended up having some mechanical issues, which I believe everybody ended up having mechanical issues in right. that race. That's a long race. Oh yeah. yeah. I mean, did you see? Uh, Devin Feehan pushing the bike across yeah. the line. Yeah. At the finish line. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, what I'll a heart! You what, what a heart he has. Man, <laughs> Devin's such a cool dude. He and is. Like, um, I wish I'd have been there to see mm-hmm. that because that was awesome. And I believe that Cole. I saw Cole Richardson helping him push it like uh, to the line, mm-hmm. which that's that's the competitor for first place, like, <laughs> right? That's that's cool he, to see. He already knew. He he, he already knew. He's he like. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, hey, shout out to everybody in the comments. Walker Taylor, we see you, man. Um, and, uh, yeah, we are uh, appreciate it. Isaiah White. Yeah, I was looking forward to having Jesse on as well. He will be on the show mm-hmm. for sure. And then everybody that's joining us from Canada, welcome to the show, guys. Welcome. Welcome to the show. <laughs> so uh, we're excited to have Gabe on and talk to him. And uh, we're going to be having him on um, after Lance. Mm-hmm. But um, So, Brandon, did you watch any of Southwick? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, we want to talk about 250s or 450s? I don't know. Let's just kind of do a quick overview. All right, we're quick, real quick. You, like, you overview it real quick because I have been forgetting to do something, and I'm surprised I'm surprised we've not been called Listen, out I, by a certain somebody. Right. Um, I really haven't cared. <laughs> I haven't played. I've missed all those if rounds. Know, we're talking about Paul Pemex fantasy. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Southwick, real quick, if you haven't watched, if you're planning on watching, close your ears real fast. Um, 450s, Tomac is the Mac at the Southwick. I mean, he's he just does what he usually does there. Um, tears it up, comes from like 7th to 8th in the first moto to the first, and then gets a better start in the second moto and just uh, plays around with Roxon and Plessinger um, just enough to where he knew that he had them and made a quick sweep of them, and that was it, and uh, made it look easy, actually. Uh the way he rides that track, it makes it look so easy. It it just it's like it's wild, right? It's wild, and it's 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 wild to me looking at that championship that he's not the points leader right now. One point, one point. But he, I feel like he like should be watching the races. I feel like he should be in the points lead by mm-hmm. fifteen. Right, but you got to remember Chase Sexton is doing what he needs to do, and he's been getting second. Every round. I'm very proud of him. So I am. I'm a Chase Sexton no, guy. I am too. I like I Chase. Too. I, I like I Chase. Agree. I, agree I don't know about his bleaching. I don't know. I don't know about the bleaching of the hair. But or the sunglasses. Uh, the sun. Like Tomac wears them too. Yeah. On the podium. But yeah. Um. So you know. Um. Other than that, um. Aaron Plessinger. Um. Congratulations to him. Getting up on that podium. Uh. It's been a while MP. since. Yeah. So yeah. So he's been up there. Um. All one. All thing I want to know is, do you think Hunter overreacted with? Robinson. I don't know. It was off camera. We didn't really get to see it all. So I I don't like that little bit where he kind of just right there. But I don't know if that line kind of leads you there. So here's my thing. Anytime you get sand in the underwear, you tend to (laughs) 
you tend to overreact. <laughs> well, especially when you're having a, uh, you're you're in the points hey, lead, he, and then you get taken out. He was having a bad day. I'm sure he had sand in the mm-hmm. boxers. He knew little bro just took the championship from him. Uh, little bro had the like. Was that ever really a question? I mean, he Hunter won one one at Southwick last week or last year. Yeah, so, I, I know, I know, know, but. You know? this, I mean, this has been Jets' championship to lose since oh, day yeah. one. Oh, yeah, for sure. And, and the only thing that has kept anybody in this championship is a blown motor. Right. right. And, oh, yeah. And basically sitting out a moto. Mm-hmm. So that, Joe Shimoda put a heck of a ride in. Hey, Joe Shimoda, I'm so pumped on Joe Shimoda this year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, Supercross was a little iffy, but yeah. motocross, he's really turning around. And I'm sure Mitch Payton is like trying to put some bubble wrap on him because yeah. he's like the only guy that's – been healthy all, like all year and and doing anything for him over there but yeah. uh it was crazy it's great racing um the championship battle is, is awesome and uh southwick's awesome as watch and now we got uh we're coming up on mill not millville is it millville minnesota yeah yeah, yeah okay yeah. best track of the circuit yeah my opinion up, up and up and down the hills are yeah. pretty sweet yep absolutely so uh, so as far as the the uh, the fantasy goes. Kyler Murray, man, this is like retro right here. <laughs> Kyler Murray took the win. Justin Groff took second. Mason Mill took third. Uh, Gunther four one one took fourth, and Walker Taylor took fifth. Dude, I did terrible. They literally scored twice as many points as I did. So they scored then, doubles. Man. And then for the series overall, for the series overall, um, Justin Groff. Mm may finally win a championship. Mm. He's sitting in the overall right now by by do we do we give him that? Do we he's sitting in the overall right now by uh, uh, 30 points. So um, so Justin, you know, you got to keep your keep your head on a swivel there, guy. <laughs> yeah. Keep your head on a swivel. You're lucky I'm not playing Justin. That's awesome. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I don't know why you're not playing. Dude, I was at the GNCC one weekend full gas the other um, and by the time I went to go get my picks, like no service or you know, then it was like too late. I was like it was just brutal, and I'm just disappointed. Yeah. And I, I'm just like, whatever. I understand. How mad would you be if I won the Yamaha at the end of the year that I didn't even play motocross? Uh, I'd be pretty jealous. Right? Yeah, no. for sure. Yeah. Speaking of Yamaha, speaking of new bikes, does anybody remember last week when I when I said Brandon was this close <laughs> to becoming an asphalt cowboy? Yeah. To becoming an asphalt yeah. cowboy? Yeah. Well, guess what? <laughs> Brandon shows up to the studio <laughs> on today. What's that? What did I show up on? Showed up on a two-wheeled asphalt cowboy machine. <laughs> Looking sweet. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah. So Brandon, Brandon is a uh, is a officially a Harley owner. Yeah. Congratulations. Oh, thank sir. you, thank you. Yeah. It's, uh, Did we get sponsored by them by chance? Do we mm, give a shout out to anybody? No. no. I mean, Harley always days. always shout out the uh, RGL Miss Evan over there yeah, at the absolutely. Harley shop. So I guess shout them out a little bit, but. RJ no. Brandenburg. Yep, yep. Shout them up a little bit. But uh, no, no, it was just something. I kind of always wanted one and how huh? to do pull little uh, strings with the wife and and uh, get that <laughs> through. And it. thank you if, you, uh, if you're listening, honey. <laughs> so. Hey, I will say this, though. Lauren, I have never seen such a bigger smile as he's coming down my driveway before. <laughs> he was I was just so excited for the show. That's yeah, all. That's all it was. Yeah. That's all it was. So congratulations for that. <laughs> congratulations right. for that, for sure. So, um, want to talk a little bit of full gas? Real quick, before we talk about full gas, I want to mention the fact that uh, if you've not already, we have a poll. Oh, okay. Hey, real quick for the polls, if you're going to be on there, please share if you're watching this. Yeah, share. Facebook, if you're on YouTube, I don't know how you share on YouTube, but if you just can. Just share it. Share, share the heck out of it. Yeah, absolutely. If you're in Canada, share. Share, share, share. Yeah, we're pumped about it. So uh, 
we actually posed a question, um, and we've had this question before, but it was really early in mm -hmm. the show. If there were to be a based on a true story movie mm -hmm. on a moto person, who would it be? And we've mm -hmm. got some pretty sweet answers so far. Right. Um, my personal answer would be Chad Reed. Chad Reed. I feel like that would be a like a really really good movie. His life story. Now once. The Lawrence brothers are done. That would probably be a story because listening to their story now, because like their parents gave up everything and they were sleeping, like uh, like above someone's apartment under a bridge, under a bridge. Like they, they were just, it was like, gave up everything to, to do this and then got where they were and um, that's a story. And then Bubba's story, uh, James Stewart, they were living out of RV, they sold the house. I mean, doing a story about him, the way he came up, and then how he reinvented racing pretty much uh, yeah. with the Bubba Scrub and all that. Um, those are three good ones, I think. Kenny Kenny has a good story. Kenny has a good story, but Kenny's story is getting a little salty. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, just the, all the everything he's ever come and, and come back. And, um, I agree. There's a lot of good stories out there. No, um, you know, you ever did you ever watch the movie? In, I, I know I'm probably a little young, but uh, Winners Take All. Have you ever seen that? I've heard of it. I don't know if Dude, I've ever seen it. All i got to say is Rick Mellon, Mellon, Mellon. And if you haven't seen it, you'll... you'll, you'll. But it was so funny. It was about r racing Supercross mm -hmm. and stuff. But at the end of the show, and this is why I'm bringing it up, at the end of the, r the movie, they all race a, pretty much a cross-country race to see who's the best. It was, really? Yeah. Oh, that's sweet. I'll have to, I'll have to, I'll have to check it's that old, out. It's old. Like, it's older. You know what I mean? Like, it's it's definitely older. I think it was my brother's movie back in the day. Like, he uh, uh, copied it on VHS. And then when I was a kid, I grew up, and I just loved it because it was dirt bikes and stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but, like, when I was watching it, I didn't really understand everything that was going on in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you, ever, you watch movies like back like that, right. and it seems to happen like that. It's kind of weird sometimes. Like, oh, it's like, oh, this is a little Should like, I have been watching that? This is a little like very adulty. <laughs> very adulty. Right? So, but speaking of like adulty, we had somebody uh, uh, say uh, J-Law. I believe that was Isaiah okay. uh, that suggested yeah. J-Law. And I said, that is a film for a more mature audience. Right. Uh, <laughs> a film about J-Law. And then we had uh, somebody suggest um, the entire hire a lessie family okay i personally feel like that would be a good docu-series mm -hmm. uh like that should be like the kardashians yeah, yeah. like that if you could it's almost like the deegans yeah like coming around but i yeah. think the lessies would have been a little bit better because but i thought of a good title believe the hype believe the hype. yeah yeah, yeah. t-shirts yep. and get and guys get this Mike Alessi actually liked it. So <laughs> I guess he approves, right? He approves. Uh, then we got Barry Hawk. That would uh -huh. be a good yeah. one. We'll have to talk to Barry about that some, right. at yeah. some point in time in the future. A uh, little, little yeah. drop of information there, yeah. guys, if you guys are paying attention. We might have uh, Mr. Hawk coming on the show <laughs> at some point in time. Have you things out there. Have you, um, has Nolan started watching the motorcycle, dirt, the dirt bike series on Netflix? No. The new show. No, I've it's not. Called, I didn't like, know it's called like Maverick was. X. It's definitely for kids. Like don't like it's more kiddish. Like I watched it, but just because it was dirt bikes and cult wanted to watch it. Yeah. But yeah, there's actually like a net Netflix show now. D Doug said that he would watch the Alessi movie for sure, and then he <laughs> said the James uh, Stewart movie could be called the the uh, yard sale because that's what he was best at. <laughs> And then we have some, we have some, uh, and I knew this was going to happen, and I'm excited about it. We have some um, XC guys that people are wanting to write movies okay, about. Yeah. Uh, Ricky Russell being yeah. one of them. And um, um, so I posed the question to Ricky. Hopefully he answers before the end of the show. Uh, who would he like to play him in a movie? Oh, okay. So, um, yeah, that, uh, and then, 
what we got? We got some. We got some. Of course, Adam McGill's and, and Stu mm-hmm. Baylor's and yeah. uh, uh, a lot of fun stuff. So, guys, appreciate you Did guys. Did anybody say KR? Did anybody say KR? No. We got Lu- uh, Lucas Grounds. Okay, yeah. That would be a good, That's a good one. one. Man, you talk about an inspirational kid. I would love to have him on the show at some mm-hmm. point in time. Yeah, we'd like to have him. Yeah, if you guys don't know who Lucas Grounds is, um, he got injured. Um, uh, what Has it been two years yet, or was it last winter? Oh, man. No, it was a winter. Two, it, was no, a... it was two years ago. Yeah. Two years ago, yeah. he, he was Dang. injured um, pretty severely. and um, um, But has, it's just you talk about – somebody with so much heart and mm-hmm. there's no give up in that kid and right. i would really just love to to have him on and talk to him sometimes so super cool kid i've heard him on the uh, bottleneck live show mm-hmm. he's good friends with uh, dq and uh right. and mikey wayne's over there so uh you know you know it would even be cooler if if we can ever get a movie with a quad racer like barry hawk yeah yeah i mean he did both so like uh, both yeah yeah Somebody yeah. said Adam McGill. Yeah. That might be also a movie for a more mature audience. <laughs> <laughs> or, or maybe a movie for a less mature audience. See, like, I'm, I was thinking like a Shane hit. You That'd know, be good. he's the only West That'd Virginia national champion. Man, or they could just do um, <sighs> Shane hit would be good. Yeah. But. That and so, I think they need to bring back like the. I'm uh, so stuck on current guys though. Right. See, you got to think about the old because they can't write a movie about the current guys. Like you got to think about older guys. No, I know. You know, to get the whole story. Scott Summers. Yeah. That's one. That's mm-hmm. a good one. You know. Um, Jim Holly. Oh, now, geez, that's Jim. Definitely, oh. That, <laughs> Matt, that is definitely yeah. a, uh, for your a more mature audience, <laughs> uh, if you've heard any of his stories on the Pulp Show. Oh, geez. For sure. Yeah. Doug Kirk says Malcolm Smith or Lars Larson. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Um, I'm down for any motive. What about uh, Scott Plessinger? Ooh, that'd be yeah. good. Mm-hmm. That'd be good. Yeah, I, I think. There's a lot. There could be a lot of good potential. Yeah, you know, there's yeah. a lot of good. Yeah, I, you could do do it on the Pleasant and Gurr family. Yeah, that'd be cool. Because you got um, you know, his dad and then him and Aaron coming up through and doing all that. I think that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Some crazy stuff. We need more movies, guys, for Let, dirt bikes and racing. Absolutely. Period. So let's uh, before we get Lance on, let's go ahead and hit on the um, let's go ahead and hit on the full, full guys, guys real quick. Uh, real quick, uh, I'd like to do a shout out to Evan Smith with a. With Taking his the championship. championship, number one plate. Close battle all year. Yeah, man. So I'll give you, give you one of those. Yep, Good yep. job. Ben Nelko <laughs> and him were battling all season. Um, the track was awesome this week, uh, last weekend. Um, the best track that, well, at least in my opinion, was the best uh, track. Um, it was fast. It was motocrossy. Uh, so finally got some nice, uh, some big jumps in there. And uh, I, took, I think I, I took second overall. In yeah, my class. Make sure you, you mention that because Team Splitline <laughs> killed it we at, did. The, at the full gas we did. Uh, this whole season. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we, we, we did get it. Um, I took second overall on the weekend. My son, Colton, took third in his, um, in his class. And Jonathan took third also on the weekend. So um, we all did good. Uh, we were all uh, – me and Jonathan are top three in, in the championship. And Colton missed the top three by one point. One point. Ah. So he is one point away. He got fourth, but only by one point he missed a third. And uh, it was a great. It was a great year. It was great. It was fun to do. But hey, your 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 uh, competition is watching. Hey, Brandon Green, what's yep. up, buddy? Yep. He said you killed it all day. Nah. I, I, only thing I care about, Brandon, is that last test. That's all. That's all I care about, That's what man. He said. You said he said you were untouchable the last test. Oh man, the last test. I, I'll remember that for the rest of my life. <laughs> yeah. We had a heck of a battle. It was just fun. It, it, it felt like a motocross race at the end. It, it was. It was cool. 
Um, but no, it was great. That was the fun, the, the best trek we've had, and uh, it was stayed dry for us on Saturday. Unfortunately, on Sunday, it rained pretty good for the for the pro guys, and yeah. uh, made it a little bit ch- more challenging. I'm glad I didn't have to ride on that day. So, um, but yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, shout out to Brandon Green. He actually won my class um, for the championship. Yeah, yeah, he took their one plate, so that was pretty neat. Um, but yeah, it was good, man. It's fun. But it, it sounds like they had a good season this year. Yeah, they had and, a good uh, good season. Uh, good turnout all year long. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, and then the on the U.S. Sprint Enduro side, K.R. Um, Caleb Russell made his appearance over there, and I think he took second, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Overall for the day. Yeah. And I think he. I think Josh Toth beat him. If I'm not. I think. Yeah. I'd have to look. I'm sorry if I'm going right off by pictures that I've seen and <laughs> what I've read, but. It's pretty cool to see KR back out and riding. And KR is going to be riding the uh, uh, riding in the six days. Yeah, in the so. six days. Yeah, ISD. So that's another um, show we're going to plan on doing. So yep. if you guys would be we're interested in ISD that, ISD show for sure. Yep. So we might have a few tricks up our sleeves there. <laughs> so that'd be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, shout out to him. It's cool to see him back out riding yeah, and stuff. Absolutely. And, but yeah, it's good seasons. Oh yeah, it's totally good season. It's been a good season all year you for know, all the racing series. It's just so weird because I feel like racing season started but now it's over like it's not over i know it's not over but like gncc needs to figure out this whole break thing because i don't like it i don't (laughs) like it shows hard it It makes shows it makes shows hard and but hey okay so speaking of that let's just say right now we're not gonna take very many weeks off during the summer break you guys want content we're gonna be we're going to keep pumping content out. We may take a, a, a week mm-hmm. off or two, but we will always like let you guys know ahead of a time. Um, next week, we will be doing a show, as far as I know. Um, <laughs> as far as I know. As far as I know. <laughs> next week, we will be doing a show, um, maybe a week off after that. But mm-hmm. we will uh, keep you guys updated so you guys know when we're on and off the show. All right. Absolutely. Yeah. So, But we appreciate you guys always listening to us, and uh, we want to make sure we keep that commitment to you guys to yeah. be on every Wednesday. 7 p.m. <laughs> 7 p.m. So you want to go ahead and get it on to, yeah, to our uh, yeah, guest? Yeah, on. So we're going to talk to Lance right now. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to Lance because yeah. I just feel like, you know, it's so cool to see a company start from a ground root company mm-hmm. and then to be able to, to take so many roots in, like, Series is mm-hmm. like like uh, like the GNCC have people like Ryan Sipes riding mm-hmm. riding with the equipment. People like Travis. Uh, I was gonna say he's gonna have to change his name soon because it says XC Gear. Yeah, and some of the Supercross motocross guys are starting <laughs> to run his stuff. They are. So uh, it, it's cool. It's cool to see, and it, it's a really good product, and it's a really cool looking product. And mm-hmm. and the, the things he's done with the product, which yeah. it, I'm sure he'll, he's gonna tell us all about it, but the. the the customization the the different things that you can use it for um like adventure bikes and, and desert racing and yep all absolutely. that cool stuff you know <laughs> that you can put on there and do and it's pretty it's just pretty neat um uh, i never probably would have thought of all that stuff uh but that you know that's why maybe he's, maybe i'll have to tell him about my uh we'll have to tell him about my uh steering dampener Oh yeah, my steering dampener invention. <laughs> the idea. And see, and see, see if he thinks that's like approved. He's probably gonna laugh you. Yeah, he's probably gonna laugh you out of the. I hit call a little too soon by accident. But yeah, oh, he, yeah. he might he might laugh at me at that one. <laughs> that was a little rough. <laughs> Thank you for calling XC Gear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I wonder if I called the wrong number. You probably did. I may have called her office number because I have both. 
Okay, so let's let's call. See, this is this is, this is the joy of uh, having. This is the joy of having a live show, guys. That's we, right. We're very professional we're about very, it. Very for professional. Yeah. We get to make mistakes like this sometimes. And you guys can call, laugh at may us. May have called the wrong number. Laugh at us all you want. Sometimes it happens. Yes, sir. Hey, Lance. Hey. He, so I just want everybody to know Lance is fresh off of the Calvin Klein um, <laughs> photo shoot that he just got done doing. So if he's a little off, you know, we got to, we got to, you know, make sure that uh, we, we welcome him with open arms. Lance, how's it going, buddy? Oh, I'm doing good. How are y'all? Good, right. good. So for those of you who don't know, Lance Smith is the owner and founder of XC Gear. Uh, we were just talking about uh, XC Gear before we got you on. And, uh, uh, yeah, man, it's super pumped to have you on the show. It's been a long time. We've been trying to uh, trying to figure out a good time. And uh, uh, it's now, man. So we, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Oh, I'm excited about it. Yeah. I am. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Lance. Um, um, when did you get into uh, dirt bike riding, and what uh, what came about to 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 lead you down the path of XC Gear? Hmm. I started. I got a dirt bike for Christmas when I was about ten years old. Well, what? It really wasn't a dirt bike. It was an XL seventy. Mm. So, uh, you know, headlight, taillight deal. Yeah. yeah. Um, got my dad to take the lights off of it, put a round number plate on it in the front <laughs> so it wouldn't look like such a goober. Uh -huh. but, you know, the other kids in the neighborhoods had, like, real dirt bikes that came with knobby tires, and they had XR75s and stuff like that and YZs, and that's what I got. But I rode it for a couple years until my dad wasn't, you know, real into it. And once it broke to the point, it, you know, that he couldn't fix it anymore, that was the end of dirt bike riding. <laughs> um, I started riding street bikes in college, and I um, I rode street bikes for a long time. You know, the biggest, baddest, fastest things that come out and raced them and all that crap. Yeah. And one of my uh, guy I knew rode dirt bikes, and he had been on me. And just kept telling me, hey, you need to buy a dirt bike. It'll change your life. You need to buy a dirt bike. It'll change your life. And as soon as I graduated college, I bought, I financed a brand new uh, KDX 200. Mm -hmm. And I started riding dirt bikes. Okay. And <clears throat> uh, I did that and raced them. And I did GNCC's national. You know, back in the day, the national hair scramble was a about as prominent as the GNCCs are now. Mm -hmm. okay. They were kind of tit and tat, you know? Right. Um, and the factories re had, you know, representation at both places, the National Hair Scramble Series and the GNCCs. Uh, but look, fast forward, I tore my knees, you know, I had bad knees, tore knees up. I was driving, and this is how XC Gear started. I was driving to Colorado on a two-week trip to ride dirt bikes, and I'd ride dirt bikes one day, razors next, dirt bikes, razors, that's the deal for two weeks, and I was just thinking, golly, my knees are going to be so <laughs> trash, they're going to hurt so bad, you know, and that's what I was thinking the whole way, and I'm just driving, you know, as I enjoyed the drive, it's 20-something hours instead of flying, and mm -hmm. I was like, man, nobody's made a foot peg that has suspension in it, you know, it'd be yeah. cool, it'd really help my knees. And that was uh, 2013. 
And when I came home, I just started, you know, working on it, working on a foot peg that had suspension in it. And I had to bat, you know, a bunch of bad designs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, and that evolved until finally I got the, um, the foot pegs where they worked. Mm-hmm. And um, I was laying in bed one night watching uh, the news, and, I, and the thought just came into my head. It's like, you know, when the world sees the foot pegs and the polymers in it and the way it works, it's really simple when you see it. When you look at the foot peg, you go, golly, there's nothing to this thing. You know, why didn't anybody ever, you know, come up with it before? Um, I was just laying in bed, and I said, you know, when the world sees that foot peg, and when I say the world, I mean another tinker, an inventor, a company, mm-hmm. you know, another writer, somebody was going to see that foot peg and how you were able to take a foot peg and not mount it metal to metal and make it, you know, move in all three planes. They were going to try to figure out a way to take a round set of handlebars and not mount them metal to metal Mm -hmm. and put suspension in the handlebars. And that thought just came into my head, and I was like, I'm going to work on that, (laughs) you know. And to be honest with you, you know, we didn't have the capital to do the foot peg, um we really didn't but you know the lord made it that we were able to do it to make it happen to get the foot pegs through all the way through the stages and we certainly didn't have the money to do the mako and but you know somehow he provided and we came up with the the capital to do it and um it was actually a whole lot easier to do the Mako than it was the foot peg. <laughs> um, and it came together a lot faster. And and now, you know, everybody, you know, for, for us, anyhow, the Mako's outsells the foot peg like 10 to 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, um, you could build a, you know, make a company out of the, you know, the Mako, but not the foot peg. And that's how right. that's how it started. Just started with genetically bad knees <laughs> and tearing and tearing my knees up, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, you know, you look around this industry, and there's so many people that you you look around the pits sometimes, and there's a lot of like innovative people mm-hmm. that come up with stuff, but seldom do you see somebody come up with something that like ends up kind of taking over the industry like like um like the mako 360 you right. see it everywhere now uh you see it on 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 dirt bikes you see it on atvs and it's such like a slick looking product yeah. and it's so useful and so beneficial that uh um, um what i think that is really cool lance that you've been able to do really well is brand yourself as it, it's like a really cool like the logo's cool, mm-hmm. and um, um, just like there's not many pieces to a dirt bike or an ATV mm-hmm. that you can just look at and be like, man, that is like by itself. That's a sick looking piece yeah. of equipment, and you've been able to do that, so that's awesome. Well, thank you. I've 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 been, <laughs> I've made a lot of mistakes, and <laughs> I've been around some you know some smart people. And it, I, I can't take credit for all that. And some of it comes from, you know, listening to customers. And some of it comes from just trying, um, trying to be grounded and, and able to not be too romantic with the product to be able to look at it with a set of eyes like, hey, can I make this better? Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you can't really, I try not to get romantic with it and, and think, hey, this is the best. Right. You know, it, I, 
it looks great it works you know and and and, and you stick to that and you just kind of think well you know this could be better i could do this better that better and my wife says it's a curse because <laughs> um, i never leave well enough alone yeah. but it's um it's just part of it but we mm. we we've, we've been blessed i've been around so I've, I've, I've i've you know I've, I've been put in the or people have been put in my path mm-hmm. that have really helped us you know help me and help the company um and you bring up hey you bring the logo up and thank you for doing that because nobody's ever really asked about the logo or, or you know but there's a reason why the logo is what it is yeah and the logo was i knew i wanted it the shape of a number plate mm-hmm. yeah. and that that's what it is but it's like just a generic number plate but it, hopefully when people in our industry and our hobby and our activities look at it they realize it's a number plate so number one that's it and do you know why the color's red no i don't know do you know why it's red pro backgrounds exactly i was gonna say because it's either it's red because either you know the points leader or the xc1 class and and runs red and so you can't just decide well i'm running red on my number plate if you're running the gncc's you know or you know or the the outdoor motocross or whatever you just can't decide hey i'm running red yeah you you gotta earn that (laughs) you gotta earn the red and so the reason it's red is because of that and um and we we named it XC just because of the most of the top classes are XC, and also, you know, the the same things in the bike classes, the mountain bike classes, they're the yep. same thing, it's yep. XC, and so that's the reason. Thank you, but there was a lot of thought that went into <laughs> to to making that logo what it was, and I wanted a logo. I, I, I really could have done it a little bit better because it, the gear confuses a lot of people. Yeah. A lot, yeah. You know, they think we make gear. Right. Um, so I probably, you know, could have done, I could have, I, I could have done that better, but. Hey, start um, making gear. I wanted, <laughs> yeah. I wanted something. If you went by, you know, on the, on the interstate separated by the medians and, and you're going 80 and somebody else is going 80 and you saw it on the side of a trailer or a truck or whatever, you instantly know what it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Without having to read it. Right. You're, you're honest, to be honest with you, Lance, your logo is actually what drawed me to, to even um, like finding out what your product was. So I saw your logo at the races. Mm-hmm. I saw, I saw the logo on, on Instagram and I was like, what is this? And then once I like dove into it and found out about it and did research and it mm-hmm. like, so like your logo has done the job. Right. Um, it, you know, it kind of led us to you uh, to begin with. And uh, I think, it, you know, the same goes to a lot of people. Uh, we actually have uh, some people in the chat right now talking. Um, Doug Kirk, uh, which is a Sunstar rep, I believe that he actually heard about the uh, hammerhead on our show because he's mm-hmm. a uh, faithful listener to the show. And he has a hammerhead on his uh, mountain bike now. And he, he just mentioned that the hammerhead stops people on the trails um at all the time to, and they they ask where they can get one so uh <laughs> so that's pretty awesome that's awesome that's that's cool that is cool yep. yeah i've had a the hammerhead's been a little you know i kind of the logo's great um thank you I, we, we we you know it, it it works but it it 
it kind of pigeonholed us a little bit with the mountain bike crowd, mm-hmm. a little bit, you know, because it does look like a, you know, a dirt bike logo. Mm-hmm. Um, so I probably <laughs> could have done that a little bit better, but it is what it is now. Um, well, the, the, the two sports cross so much that I think that people that are dirt bike guys or ATV guys that ride dirt bike mm-hmm. or that ride mountain, mountain bikes, bikes yeah. um, I think that they would think that it's really cool to have something on their mountain bike that represents the bigger industry that they come from. So right. I actually think that's a cool thing that, that it, 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 it kind of represents the, uh, the power sports background. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I agree with you. And if you want to know why we released, man, you're smart. You do a good job. (laughs) Um, If you want to know why we released the Hammerhead and not the Harley Davidson, because I I prototyped and built the Harley Davidson stuff three years ago, and I've just been sitting on it, just banking it, and I hadn't done anything with it. And we brought the hammerhead out because exactly what you just said, the crossover. Yeah. Nice. Because I thought, well, the crossover between the dirt bike crowd, you know, the dirt bike quad crowd, and the mountain bike e-bike crowd, there's some crossover there. So I yeah. can kind of bleed, you know, into that. And that's going to be a whole lot easier entry into the market than the Harley-Davidson stuff. Mm-hmm. And we kind of, you know earned our stripes a little bit in yeah. the dirt bike world so it, it it'll make the mountain bike deal a little bit easier because the Har- the harley deal is going to be a tough hill to climb you know right. and it, it'll be like same thing i had to do with x you know when we started xc gear it'll be um you know clearing new ground and plowing new ground yeah and that's that's yeah hey, and so it's a if you need a tester, I just literally F- bought a Harley. Funny that you mentioned the Harley because Brandon just literally rode up on his brand new Harley uh, to my house to do the podcast just now. So, so whenever oh, you you're said kidding. Harley, no, no, whenever you said Harley, his, his eyes just perked up real quick. <laughs> yeah, the Harley thing is cool. Um, the feedback, the feedback that I got from all of the Harley test riders was basically the same feedback you get from the dirt bike guys it's you know it's about the same mm-hmm. the biggest thing from the harley guys was my hands don't go numb and i don't have to take my hands off at the stoplights. Mm-hmm. you know okay, yeah. i'm able to they're not shaking their hands out um and they're riding longer but it's it's um you know it's good it's gonna be plowing new ground the harley stuff mm-hmm. will be yeah and i just hadn't we hadn't recovered from, you know, we're growing and at Exe Gear, so, and there's only so much time in the day, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what you want to do, you know. Hey, I'll do this, this, is, but the reality is life set in and you can't get so much done. Right. So um, is the is that new bar pad, is it out for sale for the for – the, um, or- No. <laughs> man, man, you're good. Y'all are good. We printed, we 3D printed, I think, the final bar pad today. And I was going to do a video on the bar pad today because, you know, the bar pad has, has been a long time coming. And, and, but I haven't, I haven't done it because I haven't 
felt good about it. I think, and I don't want to step on any toes, but I think a lot of the the bar pads where you just take a piece of foam and a sewed cover mm-hmm. and call it a bar pad mm-hmm. that just, you know, I could have done that five years ago. Yeah. You right. know? <clears throat> and so we've been working on the bar pad and to be able to manufacture a bar pad that that I'm proud of or that I would say, hey, that's cool bar pad to some to somebody as small a manufacturer as us is hard. Right. You know, somebody like KTM and these bigger guys and, and the big handlebar companies, you know, they know they can whatever. They'll sell 10,000 of them this year, whatever. Right. And so they can make the numbers work. And um, but the bar pad will be in line with, you know, a final bar pad as you're going to get from a large manufacturer. So it'll be yeah. an injection molded uh Santa Perine rubber bar pad, mm-hmm. and it is actually um, pretty freaking cool. Yeah, it's awesome. not just a bar pad. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and tell you on your show. <laughs> yeah, let's hear video. Well, the bar pad is going to be um, the building block for other things. So the SR top, you know, we make a top clamp for the Mako. At first, it just was a top clamp that was a good platform for putting a stabilizer on top of it. Okay. okay. And then as that evolved, you know, the next thing we brought out uh, was a little plate we call the GPS plate. It allows you to run a single or a double double Garmin E-Trex on a gizmo case for those guys that, you know, do the extreme Enduros where there's no, uh, designated course they make you plot the course out right. on you know and check you on your on your you know your uh, gps unit to make sure you made all the checks right so that was the second thing we came out and of course it's in we got one and several of them at romaniacs now romaniacs will be starting soon but um and then the next thing we came out was a dashboard plate for the sr top clamp and it'll allow you to put you know garmin e-trex um the big uh, Garmin Zumo XT, an Ico Checkmate, a GoPro, um, the Trailtech Voyager Pro. That one's real popular. Basically, it lets you bolt anything you want on top of you know that plate. So mm-hmm. it's a good way to do it. Simple, easy way to do it. Well, the bar pad is going to be the same way. So you'll be able to take the bar pad. Run it on your moto bike, run it on your GNCC bike, whatever you're going to do. You're not going to ever even know that it's a modular design bar pad, and you'll be able to uh, do the same thing. You'll be able to run a single or or a double Garmin E-Trex in a gizmo case on top of the bar pad. It'll be built for that. Um, it'll also be built to run... Um, other gps units on it and it'll also be able to hold your um route sheet for a national enduro so when you when you go to the national enduro and they hand you do your check uh you go you know sign up and they'll give you your route sheet then you just take you know the paper right now if you go to the national enduro you'll see the route sheet Taped on bar pads, taped on handlebars, taped to the backside of handguards, taped on gas tanks, you know, just different places yeah. anywhere they can get the thing to fit. Well, the bar pad, you'll be able to, it'll 
that have another little plate, uh, uh, a flexible plate that will have some rigidity to it, but it'll also bend if you were to hit it. And you'll just take that route sheet and put it right on top of the bar pad. Nice. Um, we'll accept a wristwatch. If you see a lot of guys are taking oh, yeah. wristwatch and mm-hmm. wrapping them around their bar pad. Yep, you see well, them duct tape and zip tied and everything. <laughs> everything. This one will be set up, and you can just put your wristwatch without the band right on top of it bar pad so the the bar pad will be a little bit it'll be cool i mean but you could run it in supercross and nobody will ever know right. you know that it's that way huh. it's hid really well wow uh, that's awesome yeah hey it's cool to hear on the show first <laughs> that's, that's, right. that's sweet that's sweet <laughs> yeah don't yeah i'll tell you on the show that they, they, they wouldn't let me do the video today they're like no don't because everybody's wanting the bar pad we're getting hammered on the bar pad <laughs> and then if you come out and tell them that then they're gonna want to you know get that stuff too and you don't have it ready to sell it's not on the ship <laughs> <laughs> right, hey and, man it's it's cool to hear uh here first uh that's really awesome and uh and it's just like what i really appreciate about your company and all the products that you offer is is just to hear like that and how much thought you put into that and we know that everything else has had so much thought put into it as well um and uh we actually just got a comment from jeff uh stosel who was the winner of the mako 360 for his yfz uh atv um uh last week and he just said that he uh just got it in the mail today just unboxed it said it looked so awesome and he can't wait to ride it tomorrow so (laughs) sweet yeah, yeah. So it's co- so cool to see, you know, um, uh, there's so many guys on dirt bikes that, that have the Mako 360, and you see them on dirt bikes prevalent. And I honestly, before I um, really did my research, I didn't know that they were available for an ATV. And right. once I did, man, it was just like, okay, it's on now. Because, like, there are so many guys that could be using these on an ATV that need to be using these. Right. And it, once, you would ride, once you would ride with a Mako, I don't think you could go back right, right. And, I, and I, what's really cool about the Mako is, if you want to compare it to, like, a fast flex bar, is that you're stuck with a fast flex bar if you run that. But if the Mako, if you like a Renthal bar, if you like a Pro Taper bar, if you like a different bend, it yeah. all works together. Um, that's what I like about the Mako. Yeah, absolutely. And then you got the, the different uh, degrees yeah. of, uh, of your, your dampening with the different colors of, of rubber. Um, mm-hmm. Talk to us a little bit about that, Lance. Uh, your, like, the, the way that your color designs work with the dampening. <laughs> uh, I was talking the way the color started. Um, <laughs> or you could do I'll that. Tell you, yeah, let me tell you that because it's a funny story. So um, some people know, some people don't, but I ended up, Meeting Andrew DeLong, if you know Andrew, yeah. the mm-hmm. 2014 National Enduro Champion, and the Rockstar Husky guy. Everybody knows Andrew. He's a, he come, he's an awesome guy and comes from a great family. And the longer that I knew when I met Andrew um, and we started talking that, you know, he was different and he really did something for me. Uh, I kind of touched on it earlier. I had some great people that got put into my life. But I didn't realize how big of a deal it was until, you know, several years after you keep looking back and you go, man, I can't believe Andrew DeLong did that for me. But at the time, I was not on social. I didn't even have an iPhone. Check this out. (laughs) I didn't have an iPhone. I wasn't on Instagram. I was on no social media. Okay. And I get a phone call from a buddy of mine and he goes, hey, Andrew DeLong is in town and in Memphis. And I live right out of Memphis. 
he's in Memphis and he's looking for somebody to ride with during the week. And he knew I owned my own business and I had my own track. And would you, you know, want to ride with him? And I was like, heck yeah. Why wouldn't I, you know? So he set the deal up, you know, and that's when I met Andrew. And so I got to ride. It was the first time I'd ever rode a factory bike. I got to ride his bike, and he rode my bike, and we had a great time. He's just a cool dude. And um, later, several months later, I never brought – I was working on the foot pegs then, but I never brought the issue up, okay? And so – six months down the road or whatever i just call him you know we talk from time to time and i call and go hey i'm working on this foot pick and i was wanting to know if you could try it and and ride it and tell me what you think so andrew does i'll, I'll be real quick with this story this is how i met yeah, him. you're good and andrew goes hey well let me call my bosses and find out and he did not have to do that i'm gonna tell you right now mm-hmm. the longer i'm in the industry the more i realize there's a lot of those guys that just would not have taken the time or the hassle even make the phone call right and so he calls me back because i'm he he didn't know me from adam's house cat you know there's no exit gear there's no nothing Mm -hmm. and he calls back and goes hey i can run the foot pegs and help you develop them on practice bike no pictures no media you can't tell nobody and they cannot ever be on my race bike but i can test them for you Mm -hmm. so i got a little i got some inside information from what the race team was running as far as height and placement on the race bikes, mm-hmm. on the on the Rockstar Husky bikes, and we made them match that. And Andrew tested the foot pegs for us for a, for a long time. Okay, mm-hmm. so if you like the foot pegs, some of that is you know you can thank Andrew and some of the other test riders. <laughs> um, but so Andrew, if you know Andrew's story, Andrew breaks his wrist. And while he's the, you know, defending national champion, breaks his wrist, he's off the bike for months, and he's trying to come back. And I'm still talking to him from time to time, and I'm working on the makeup. He calls one day out of the wild blue and goes, hey, I'm get, I'm back on the bike. Did you ever get that handlebar mount done? And I said, matter of fact, I did. <laughs> it's You ain't going to believe this, but I just got 15 of them. That's how small orders it was. I just got 15 of them yesterday. And he goes, can you send us one to try? And I said, yes. So we ship him one to try. He calls, I don't know, whatever, two days later or whatever. He goes, hey, the thing is better than anything we tried. It's better. I'm not going to name any names. We tried everything. And yeah. It's better than that. But the bosses don't believe it. And we're going. they're going to make me sleep the same amount of time, eat the same thing. We're riding <laughs> at the same time tomorrow. And then we're going to try it again. And he calls the next day and goes, it's better than anything we tried. <laughs> That's awesome. And can you have one at the National Enduro this weekend? This one's on the practice bike. Can you have another one for the race bike by the weekend? And I said, yes. So I make a phone call to the poly- – this goes to the polymer colors. I make a telephone call to the polymer manufacturer. I said, hey, because it's going on the Rockstar Husqvarna bike, okay? Mm-hmm. And I said, look. I want some bar polymers in a 50 Duro, and I want a sharp bike in a 80 Duro, and make them fluorescent yellow. And I gotta have them tomorrow. And they're like, all right, we'll pull strings. I tell them the deal, it's a big deal. They pull the strings. Call me next morning, hey, your polymer's ready. I drive up there, I open the box, and guess what color they are? Green. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, they were supposed to be yellow. 
and my lady up there is like, you said green. And I said, I've never said green. Then I'll show you the picture. Of the, it didn't matter at that time. I didn't have time. But let me show you the picture of the Rockstar Husky bike. It's yellow. It's black and yellow. So that's how the polymer colors. So if everything would have went right, the the eight, the 50 Duro bar polymer would have been yellow, and the 80 Duro char bike would have been yellow as well. But we, they ended up green, and we stayed at green. Uh, and at first, when they came out, that was all we had. We had a those two polymer colors, green sharp bike and a green bar polymer. And then what we've done over time is increase the stiffness of the sharp bike polymer and softened the, uh, the bar polymer. So the sharp bike polymers have gotten stiffer more selections we've added three more and they're all stiffer than the green and then we've softened the bar polymer because what we found out is you can stiffen the bar polymer and uh stiffen the sharp bike polymer and lower the bar polymer in some cases and get a more compliant ride out of it okay but but andrew delong you know andrew's a good boy good sized boy mm-hmm. he's you know he's XC1, National Enduro Champion, he weighs over 200 pounds. He's 210 probably when he was racing, 210, 215, whatever. Mm-hmm. And he would only get about 20 hours out of a green sharp bite, and he'd blow it out. Oh, wow. So that, and then we'd start, you know, increasing the stiffness of the sharp bite polymer until eventually. And then, and then um, so, but we only had three sharp bite polymers. Green's the softest, yellow's next. Blues was the stiffest for a long time until we we signed Stu Baylor. <laughs> and if you remember, Stu Baylor was running flex bars mm-hmm. and a Mako when he was, when he, you know, he was running both. Right. I was, yeah, I didn't know if you could. That's okay. Yep. He was running both products at the time. And so he had a lot of movement going on. Yeah. Okay. So. What I and and Stu calls and goes, hey, can we get the sharp bite any stiffer? Can we stiffen this thing up because I'm running flex bars too? And I, and you know what I did? I said, hey, the sharp bite polymer for the Harley Davidson is exactly the same size as the sharp bite polymer for the dirt bike. Send him the Harley Davidson sharp bites. <laughs> so we sent we sent him the sharp bites that we run on the Harley Davidson bikes, and then and then. Stu was the first case that we'd run into like that, and now we offer them for other people. But um, when you increase the height of the handlebar, you're increasing the amount of leverage that you have on the bar. So as you go up with the bar height, you're lengthening the rider triangle. And when you do that, they're you know it's just like like using a a long pull bar, long torque wrench, and so. He started running orange sharp bites, and then we started adding them to the product line. So you can actually run, you know, Stu's the one that kind of got that one going, but you could run really soft on the bar polymer and really stiff on the sharp bite polymer, and for a lot of people it works, you know. But yeah. It, it depends on age, height, riding ability. Right. Right. Um, well, that's, you know, things like that. That kind of leads me into a question. Uh, Devin Masters, a uh, good friend of ours to, of the show, um, he is a ATV guy, um, um, junior A guy, top like top twenty 
ish mm -hmm. um, um, rider at the GNCC uh, here in West Virginia at the locals. He's he's daggone winning everything. Yeah. Um, he he actually just asked us um, what would what would be your recommend your ah, excuse me what would be your recommendation for stiffness for him uh his ability of riding now is it like you said is it depending on like height weight and all that um um you know he i would say he's he's five seven yeah he did say he was five, seven, five seven last week yeah. he, he was in the studio last week he's five <laughs> seven i would say about 160 pounds yeah most all of the quad guys run a green bar polymer and a blue sharp bike okay. so um the biggest name we had, we lost him, uh, I guess, a year and a half ago, was was uh, Cole Richardson. Mm. And Cole, when Cole came back from his wrist deal, um, he ran green bar polymers and a blue sharp bike. Okay. Most of the quad died because of the quad, you got, you know, you're running a wider track and you got two tires yeah. out front. So you're going to even regardless how light you are you're still going to have more steering resistance the sharp bite is what kind of it does some other things too but it's what controls the steering resistance and the the amount of rollover when you push against the bar okay. like uh, i say push against the bar but like when you're hitting things yeah. you're actually you know holding your body back um so but probably green blue. Okay. That's what Cole ran. That's what most of, when when we do the giveaway for y'all. Yeah. Then I send every one of them out green blue. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he he's a good. Uh, uh, I would like to see him on one because he's he's like that guy that's just outside of the uh, of the XC one, um, and he's kind of right there in the mix with the a lot of the XC two guys. But he he's a good uh, uh, a good rider, and yeah. uh, I think he'd be because he he's said that he's had other products that you know he's he's not able to ride very well, but right. uh, uh, he he wants to give these a shot for sure. So um, yeah, it's so funny when you say he's a good rider because. A lot of people do not realize how talented these guys are. Oh, yeah. yeah. You know, you, you you take any, most all of the B classes and all of the, certainly all of the A classes at the GNCC, they're probably faster than anybody you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Just just like we were saying, you know, it, what's funny is, is about Devin in particular, um, he – um, we talk, we, we kind of joke with him cause he'll come into the show and, uh, um, he's like hot on the tail of people like Adam McGill and, uh, uh, people like, um, uh, who, who else has he been running with at the locals? Oh man. Um, you're catching me off guard. Uh, Jay, Jay Shadron. Yeah, Jay Shadron. Jay Shadron just finished second overall at Snowshoe, and uh, he and uh, um, Devin and Jay battled it out at a local race here uh, a couple weeks ago. Um, so when he's in West Virginia, he uh, uh, he he really lays down the laps for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's hard. It's hard to believe how fast those guys go. It's wild. I, yeah. All the dirt bike guys, you know, that are in my area. Um, that I talk to, you know, they're like a bunch of local riders and local friends. Very few of them have ever attended a GNCC. Wow. Really? Very few. Yeah. And, and I try to tell them, you, you know, you, 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 you just, you need to go. Yeah. You need to go to one 
and watch how fast these guys are. Yeah, yeah. It's it's wild. And this season I, has been amazing. I can't get over how fast the girls are. That women in pro class, when he passed me oh at Mount Morris. Brandon got, Brandon got firsthand of experience of that uh, at Mount Morris this Jeez, year. Please. <laughs> yeah, they they freaking rip. Dude, yeah, they, they do. Like I came, like I heard him, I heard her come, Taylor Taylor Jones. I heard her coming, and just brah, brah, brah. so I just got off to the side and. She went flying by me. I was like, okay, I'll tuck in. Shoot, yeah. I never saw her again. <laughs> I was like, oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, no, they, they're they so fast. It's crazy, mm-hmm. man. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, it's crazy. I got some local dudes around here, one local guy. He, he rides really well. He's fast. Mm-hmm. And um, he's overall to Mid-South, you know, before. And he, he does really well. And he got all pumped up to Georgia last year. Was gonna he, his big deal was he told everybody he's gonna overall the morning race. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> no way, it ain't happening. And those and those girls, those girls drilled him. They probably beat him by 10, 15 minutes. Huh? <laughs> I can't remember because it wasn't even it wasn't even close enough to keep up with. But I knew it was going to be that way. They're you know, wild, man, it's wild. They like we've talked so many times before. Like I, I, I personally, you know, I know there's advantages and disadvantages of them being in the afternoon race, but I would just love to see them. Right. Where they stack? Where they stack, and because I know it's not going to be very far down. They're they're up there, man. Mm-hmm. They're they're flying. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you want to see it? I want to see it. Yep. There's some people <laughs> that don't want to see it. It's gonna hurt some people's <laughs> feelings. It's you know hurt what I mean? Feelings. It's gonna yeah. hurt feelings for Trust sure. Me. And it honestly, honestly, Lance, it'd be the same way with the girl ATV, right. uh, the, the the WXC on the ATV class, because right. those girls can rip too. Yeah. I, 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 oh sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, they ain't there. They ain't there. <laughs> they they they're there because they need to be there. Right. Yeah, you know? Absolutely. Uh, absolutely. So you, yeah, there's some people that it would definitely hurt some feelings that yeah. they don't want to. They don't want them there. <laughs> so we got to put you on the spot before we let you go. We know that you're you're in deep with the GNCC just like we are. At, you know, being a fan and watching and 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 uh, uh, watching all the races. Who do you have winning? The overall, uh, the overall XC1 bike class this year, and who do you have winning the overall XC1 ATV class this year? Mm. And Arnold put me on the spot. Now, listen, if we asked you this question like a month ago, it might have been an easy answer. Mm-hmm. But all of a sudden, neither one of those questions are easy answers. Well, Okay, I got you. Yeah, you're not asking me who I want to win it. Right. You're, yeah, that's a little easier question than uh-huh. who do I yeah. think's going to win it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Jordan Ashburn is going to win the XC1 class. Okay. okay. I think he'll, and 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 he he is one of my favorites. Yes. Um, Jordan, I like Jordan a lot. Such there's a several good guy. of them up. Yeah, there's several up um, that are that are just really good guys. But Jordan, Jordan's got the lead going in the summer break. Um, I think he's going to do the deal. Um, and I don't know. I'm going to put you on the spot. Who do you think is going to win? <laughs> so as far as the bikes go, um, I really like Ashburn too. And I'll tell you why. I don't know how much – no, I know there's no right. I don't know how much – Ben has been able to keep his um, 
fitness fitness up over over the time that he's been off. I like I I don't know if he's going to be able to come back and do what he was doing to the XC1 class when he comes back. And when he comes back, it's going to be a full line. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be a uh, injury riddled class anymore. Right. So. There's going to be a lot of people back. Uh, it, I, I know it's going to be interesting. Brandon and I actually posed the question last week: How many of the next four of the last four races are going to win? Are going to be won outside of guys that aren't even in the title competition? Right. Yeah. Because I think it could happen right. a lot. Yeah, it's, it it's, could happen a lot. And with with Ben going, you know, Ben is doing the same thing Caleb did. Yeah. Um, and just beat beat everybody down mm-hmm. um and then when caleb got out i think the gncs were more interesting because there was a lot of people that were going to step up and and who wants to be the man you know now that kate caleb's out who's going to be the man mm-hmm. you know yeah um and i think that opened it up and with ben getting hurt he is he definitely demonstrated he's the man i have never even in caleb's time I've never seen or I haven't seen with Caleb like Ben has and how he seemingly gets into clean air right? Yeah. so easy. Mm-hmm. You know, you remember with Caleb, it did, Caleb would be sixth place, seventh place stuff after four or five laps, four yeah. laps, and Caleb's back in six. And you just knew, you know, he was going to pull it out and he and he did, but I don't think even Caleb had the clean air that that Ben Kelly's had. Yeah, Ben Kelly's had clean air. Well, once he gets out front, he just puts the hammer down and yeah. he's gone. He he's gone. There's no and he gets up front so fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, and, and but we'll see after the summer break if he's able to do that again. Which you know I I feel like Ben's gonna come back strong, but. Coming back that strong mm-hmm. is going to be a tall order to ask, right. you know. Um, and, and especially you got Jordan Ashburn coming off of uh, off of his first win, um, a lot of momentum. He's Mister Consistent. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I, I think it's going to be a really good championship run. Um, and then over on the ATV side as well, um, I think it's going to be a knockdown dragout fight because uh, we're basically over there. We have two many um, uh, mechanicals. Uh, that have cost Walker and now cost Bryson um, um, one yep. each. So it's kind of like we're what is it nine points, Brandon? Ten, I think. Ten. Mm-hmm. Ten points separating the championship. Walker's down. That's not a place he's typically used to being. We talk to him a lot. He seems to be uh, in a very good headspace about it and uh, ready for the battle. And I I think it's going to be, you know. That racing between those two, in my opinion, has been the best racing at the GNCC Series this entire year. It's been so much fun 100%. to watch. 100%. Yeah, those two um, have uh, – Bryson – Walker has raised the bar year after year, mm-hmm. uh, and Bryson has been the one to to call the answer or answer the call right. to, to, to the speed. And I think that uh, – those two are going to really hammer it down, and I, I have a hard time picking that one. Do you have a pick for that one, Lance? <laughs> Walker Fowler. Walker okay, Fowler. Okay, <laughs> Walker Fowler. I, hey, he's been there, and he's done it. Right. And he's done it That's so many times. You gotta yeah, I think, you know, the old saying, to be the champ, you got to beat the champ. Yeah. And, and Walker, I don't think Walker's done, you know, so I think he's going to he's gonna be ready. He's been there, he's done that, and he's going to put his best fight up. And, and, and how do you not – 
it's hard to bet against the champ. That's yeah, right. absolutely. I mean, you know, Walker had his one mechanical, and I don't think you'll see another one from him. <laughs> because, <laughs> I mean, it, you know, with him and Mark Notman, it's not – that mechanical was a shock to everybody because right. that's not something that happens to them hardly ever. So, ever. Um, you know, um, if you're, if you're Bryson, you gotta, you gotta mm -hmm. keep doing what you're doing and pushing the pace. And, uh, but Walker's, I think Walker has to win three of the last four. It all depends where Bryson finishes too. If, so if they would go one, two, yeah. one, two, which, yeah. which they've been doing for 90% of the season. Right. Um, but, uh, man, I'm, I'm excited. I, I wish this, uh, I wish this summer break wasn't so long. I know, right. <laughs> Yeah, I know. I'm ready for him to get back. It kind of makes Sundays a little, you know, a little less fun because I'm so <laughs> used to watching, the, you know, the, the Saturday, the weekends. I'm so mm -hmm. used to watching and keeping up with yeah. it, you know, that it makes the weekends not as much fun. Yeah, right. absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, so we, we actually just discussed a little bit ago how we're going to keep hammering through the summer and making shows. And uh, actually, we as soon as we got off the phone with you, Lance, we get to talk to the Canadian version of Walker Fowler, uh, Gabriel <laughs> Nod. Uh, he is uh, the three-time um, national champion uh, in Canada. I saw so. that on your yeah, yeah so I saw that on your Instagram. I'm pretty pumped to talk about. Yeah. Like, what is racing up there like? So we're pretty excited to talk to him and uh, uh, see see what uh, see what racing north of the border is like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ask him if he eats French fries with gravy on top of them. <laughs> French fries with gravy. Okay. Yeah, I think that might be a Mark Notman question that oh, we have okay. to ask for him. Yeah, I, 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 we will ask him. Speaking of food, Lance, before we let you go, everybody that's ever been on the show for the first time, we always ask them the same question. Um, what would be your favorite fast food restaurant and favorite candy? If you had to pick one of each of those for the rest of your life, what would it be? Favorite fast food restaurant. Anything with a drive-thru. <laughs> Anything with a drive-thru. Mm -hmm. um, I'd have to go Backyard Burger. Oh, that's a new one. I've never and, heard of uh, that one. Have you, Brandon? No, is that a Tennessee thing? No, they're in, they're in other they're I guess they're somewhat regional. Okay. But backyard burger, it's a pretty good hamburger, and they got salads too. If you want to get nasty, you can get a nasty hamburger, some nasty <laughs> fries and salads. So you can kind of, you know, Mix they it got up. chicken. So you can kind of move around on the menu based on you know how you're feeling. Okay. I have to so look I'd that say one backyard up next burger. I'll have to look that one up mm -hmm. next time I'm in Nashville. Yeah. <laughs> and candy, I'm gonna say a zero candy bar. Oh, okay, that's okay. a new one. Nice. Who knew? Man, Lance coming up with the uh, coming with the with a surprise. Different flavors. We <laughs> like it. <laughs> what do you mean? Other people don't like zero bars. Hey, listen, listen, we have heard so many Chick Fil A's and Reese cups. It's mm -hmm. it, it, it. You know, that's the standard. Yeah. <laughs> oh well, if I didn't do anything on the show good tonight, other than get you to try a zero bar. Maybe you'll get that out of the show. Okay. okay. Just remember. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Well, hey, Lance, uh, we appreciate you coming on the show tonight, man. And uh, again, really appreciate your support mm -hmm. of this show. Right. And uh, it's really cool to have guys like you uh, behind the show. And, um, um, uh, you know, we can help maybe help a little bit uh, promote uh, your awesome company as well. Man, I enjoyed it, guys. This was like a bit. You need to call even when I'm not on the show. And we'll talk about racing. Heck yeah, man. absolutely, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I I enjoyed it a lot. Y'all are awesome, and thanks for calling. 
Absolutely. Right, thank man. you. Thank, thank you. you. And uh, we'll, we'll get you on the show again sometime down yep. the road. Yeah, I'll have to check my schedule now. That's what, <laughs> hey, as long as we don't have any photo shoots going on, right? Yeah, I got the Calvin Klein people. They're pretty pushy. <laughs> but, no, thank you all for having me on the show. All right, all right. man. We will talk to you down the road. Bye-bye. All right, all right. All right. Lance Smith Sweet. from XC Gear. Uh, Some cool stuff. Cool stuff, man. I hope tell you guys you had your pen and paper out. I love the innovation that that mm -hmm. guy has. Oh, yeah. It is so awesome to see somebody that has. Dang it. I forgot to tell him about my steering stabilizer. Lance, <laughs> if you're still listening, yeah. I'm not going to talk about it right now. Yeah. We, we talked about it on the last show. Yeah. It was my. It was my. Some uh, bike electrical tape wrapped around the steering stem. Yeah. You know, nothing, nothing special. Yeah. Better than zip tying your foot pegs on. I've done that too. <laughs> done that too. So let's get into uh, uh, our next guest, uh, Gabriel Nod. Man, I don't know. Like, like I told him when I was on the phone with him yesterday. I told him I said, "Listen, man, we're probably going to ask you some of the most basic questions <laughs> because we don't know what racing in Canada is like. No, especially cross country. Yeah, especially cross country. Or I mean, do they race ATV motocross in, in Canada? You know, I don't know. I think so. I know that they've had um, they've had that Supercross before. Yeah. Where yeah. I mean, they, Canada Janusa went up and won it. Right. Well, can, you know, T Dags he he runs the the yeah. Hey, motocross. I, yeah. This will be our second Canadian on the show. Yeah. We've had uh, uh, Tyler Medaglia. Tyler Medaglia on the show before, but that was when he was down here racing in the U.S. So mm -hmm. we were talking about him racing U.S. stuff. Mm -hmm. So now we get to talk to Gabriel about racing in Canada and what it's like up there. Um, is it always cold, Brandon, <laughs> you think? I mean, I'm sure there's... Is a it always wet, muddy, and cold? I don't know. I mean, sounds like it. So we're <laughs> going to get him on the phone, and uh, uh, we're going to talk to him uh, and, and just find out what, what uh, life up there is like. like yeah. We got some questions. If you guys got any any questions you want us to ask Gabe, make sure you put them in the chat. Uh, Gabe's been watching the show all along, so uh, we're gonna get him on right now. You got that? Yeah, it's up. All right, man. You called the right number this time. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did call the right number. I only got one number for Gabe. <laughs> hey guys. Gabe, hey. how's it going, man? It's really good. How about you? Uh, we're good. doing good, man. We appreciate you coming on the show tonight. Uh, for everybody that doesn't, if anybody doesn't know Gabe, uh, he is a three-time defending national champion of uh, Canada, um, ATV XC Racing. Uh, man, it's so awesome to have you on the show. How are you, how are you doing tonight? Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I just watched the whole show uh, from Lens, and uh, I, was re I was ready to talk. <laughs> yeah, man, it's uh, uh, man, Lance is such a cool guy, yeah. and and we talk, and I'm sure you see it in Canada as well. We talk about guys in this industry that like they they see something that they need and they just make it. Make it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you see that in Canada as well as we do down yeah, here. Yeah, I do. Yeah. <laughs> so um, so so, uh, when did you start riding, Gabe? Uh, I started riding with my uh, when I was uh, I think four. My dad bought us uh, me and my my brother Frank uh, Raptor Haiti, and then so we start uh, riding uh, yeah at four, and then uh, I started racing I think at five, and then I I miss I think one year of racing since that day, and uh, I've always ra raised the same uh, series which is the FMSQ. Yeah. And uh, I, I, I did the whole the whole thing, like the whole uh, series. Uh, every class, every uh, every year, I did the same same thing, and always on the Yamaha. Oh, 
Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Actually, yeah. you know, it's funny, like you on the Yamaha with the number one, you know, I, it was yeah. funny because I first, whenever I, you know, saw your picture, uh, I was like, is that Walker? And then you commented and said, uh, Walker Fowler of Canada, or Canadian <laughs> Walker Fowler. And then I don't know if you noticed, but in the, the, the uh, promotion post of the show, uh, Walker commented on your picture and said, hashtag Canadian Walker Fowler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. yeah, I think he, he started it. Like I raced with him, the, a team race here in 2019, I think. Mm-hmm. And uh, like, we both call ourselves the Walker Fallers, so we start doing it. <laughs> That's <laughs> awesome. Stopped, uh, the day. Maybe we can call him the uh, Gabriel Knott of uh, of the U.S. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> there, there we go. There we go. So, so Gabe, talk to us about a little bit. What is it? What is your series like in in Canada? Because like we're really not familiar with it. Do you race a two hour format? Uh, race. Um, um, how does it work up there? Yeah, uh, it, it's it's almost the same as the NCC series. Like it's the two hours race, and then the same starts, and uh, basically it's the same thing. It's just the big difference is the, is the course. Like there's no big hills, and uh, like like there's nothing like a snowshoe or a Ironman those kind of races. It's more like a flat ground and. There's a lot of sand here. Mm-hmm. Like most of the series is, is is based on sand, and then yeah, like I said, the cars are smaller than than what I saw in the the GNCC. Like I can do like nine to ten laps a race in a two hours race. Oh wow! Yeah. And so when I when I'm going to uh to the GNCC, I'm not used to do like four laps or five laps. It's it's, it's a big difference. Mm-hmm. Sounds like I like it in Canada. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon likes to see the uh, the uh, the pits. That's a right. Little, a little more, a little more often than what he does. Yeah, the, it's it's really different than than what I saw in the GNCC when I I raced uh, there in 2012. Yeah, it's really different. Yeah. So actually, Devin Masters, a good friend of our show, he he just said he remembered when you came and raced a season of XC2. Tell us a little bit about your experience, like when you came from Canada, racing in Canada, came down to the U.S. What was it like for you when you came to the GNCC series? Uh, like first of it, uh, I wasn't expecting anything like big. I was just trying to uh, finish the race because it's, it's uh, the races are more uh, hard. On everything on the GNCC course because there's uh, much more people there, mm-hmm. so the track is uh, rougher than what I'm used to, uh, and uh, so I wasn't expecting nothing big. I was just getting ready. Tra- I trained hard here uh, to do the best results I, I could, and I-, I I feel great honestly. I feel great, and I- I'm ready to go back there and then uh, mm. try to see what I can do now because I have so much more experience and I I've been uh, backed by so many good. People like Mark Notman, Pierce Performance. Uh, I ask so many questions all the time to these guys, and it, it, it helps me make uh, who I am right now. It, it helps get the better bike and better shape and everything. So I'm expecting nothing big, but I'm I'm ready to go uh, to go back as soon as I can. Speaking of Mark Notman, <laughs> that reminded me. He 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 messaged us and wanted us to ask you a question. <laughs> when he found out that you yeah. were going to be on the show, he said to ask you about Canadian. Poutine? Poutine? <laughs> yeah, poutine. Yeah, it's a it's a mix of fries, sauce, and uh, cheese. Oh, I don't okay. Think you guys, yeah, and because when they they came to race here, uh, they hang out at my house uh, for the day after the race. So uh, 
uh, I, I let him uh, taste the, the poutine and then I think Mark loved it since uh, he came here and then every time he goes uh, uh, somewhere where there's poutine he just eat it and send a snapshot to me because he loved it <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just a, it's, a, it's a Quebec uh, recipe Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. That's yeah. awesome. You got it. If if you come here, you got to taste it. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha gotcha so talk to us good. talk to us a little bit about your racing career uh we know that you're the three-time national champion and actually when you were talking to me you said it's kind of like a four-time championship but because of covid uh there was a championship that was kind of uh, i guess weird um uh y- you seem to be really having a spectacular career in canada right now and it, it, it kind of seems like you're right in your prime yeah um like I said, I'm I'm in uh I'm in the best shape and best uh it's it's yeah I'm in my prime right now. Like I'm training a lot and uh, I put all my energy in racing right now. Like my dad does the same. My mom, my girlfriend, uh, we all into it because uh, like that's what I I like to do. And then I'm young and I still have the time to uh, to get better and then uh, keep going. You know, so uh, I'm just uh, I I win like like you said I. Uh, there's one season that's been uh, cut in half because uh, because of COVID. So I, I still won the, the four races that we had. Yeah. Uh, I, I still train because we never knew like when it would be stopped or if there was another race of the season. So I just trained like it was a full season and then they just stopped it because of the, uh, the COVID. But I win in 2017, the championship, and then I lost it the next year because I, I felt like I wasn't... Uh, anybody could beat me anymore and that was my biggest mistake like i came with too much confidence and then i made so many mistakes that year like having the the pressure of being number one is big and you probably know the py is the six-time champion here and he, he put the, a lot of pressure on me that year so I, I i i came back after that season uh with a mindset of i'm just riding what i just do what i do and then it, it it pays back. So I won the championship uh, since then. I, I, I kept going. So um, a question also is um, when did your guys' season start in Canada? Is it more in like the like – is it going on now? Is this, or is it about the same time as the GNCC? Could you do both series in the same year? Uh, I could do both series if, if, if that's what you're asking. Yeah. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could, I could do it because my series try to get along with the – uh, the GNCC series. Oh, cool! But the thing is, there's, there's, I have a few friends in dirt bikes that do the the, the full series like GNCC and FMSU. But uh, the thing is, it's so much uh, travel because it's so far. Mm-hmm. So I I might have like to, uh, I might have because we planning on doing the GNCC next year because I nice. I, I feel like I want more than what I have right now. Mm-hmm. And there's there's competition here. I like it, but I just want more than I want to see what I can do in the U.S. Right. And then I, I've I've run the snowshoe Unadilla a couple of times, and I I had great results. But I feel like if I'm just putting much more effort in it, I could I could I'm going for the championship if if that's what you want to know. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, I could I could make both of the series, but I, I want to put all my energy into the GNCC next year. But mm-hmm. I still have a few things to uh, line up if I if I want to make it. Okay, man, that's so awesome to hear. Yeah. Um, I really like hearing stuff like that, especially you know when you, you're you're coming from a different country um, uh, and and being able to 
to to really just put your ambitions out there and talk about racing the uh, GNCC series. And, you know, I feel like 2012, the last time you raced it, that was a long time ago. And like you just said that you were in your prime. I would love to see what you could do down here um, mm-hmm. um, with a, uh, you know, kind of a, the more experience and the more fitness and uh, longevity behind your, your belt at this point in time. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's, that's exactly what I'm thinking. Like I want to, I just want to train more. And then I know I, cause I did great when I, I was younger and then I did great. And then everything's got like lined up here. I ha- it's easier for me to train. I just bought a house with my girls. So it's, it's easier for me to just do my thing, get the bikes ready and train and eat well. So, uh, it, I, I feel like everything could be perfect for a good season. Is, yeah. Is there a lot of places to ride up there in Canada? Like, is there, or can you just, like training places? Like training places yeah. or motocross tracks that you can go to, or is it just like um, go to a buddy's house and, um, and ride or what? We used to have a couple of uh, tracks that allowed uh, ATVs to go ride, but the thing is, uh, there there's no, no, places anymore because of the sounds of the hay tvs and everything so yeah there's there's a lot of tracks here but the thing is they just uh, shut down any ATVs that was coming to the track so what we what i have to do is i have to find sand pits and just like create my my home track and because i don't have a big field here to to practice so i have to go on the weekend and uh after work uh so i basically just do more a bicycle and uh, training at home than riding because I can I can it's hard for me to find places to ride mm-hmm. and if I want to like to go on the on on the track or something it's like five to six hours uh, there there's more there's a much places closer to us but it, like I'm always going to the same places so I'm trying to uh, do more some more stuff and then get better in a different area mm-hmm. you know yeah nice yeah, makes sense yeah yeah I'll, i was curious about that because i know canada is a little bit more uh particular with their noise and stuff like that and right up there a lot of countries are when it and that's always been a struggle you know you talk like you think about the uh the guys that that race the um moto um with the moto gp of nations mm-hmm. or the moto yeah. motocross of nations like w- they always have problems with noise restrictions uh when they go overseas as well so i i uh i, I completely understand that that's a and that's a, that's a tough thing to be able to, right. to to not be able to have a lot of land to practice on for sure but uh hey actually gave uh patrick Guterin, I hope I pronounced his name right. He, yeah yeah it's, uh, yeah i know he, what you're talking about he yeah. just commented did i pronounce his name right yeah but it's, it's you have to be more French, but it's, it's oh. okay. <laughs> you, you pronounce it for me, and then I'll say it, I'll say it back. It's uh, Patrick Gertin. Pa- oh, oh ooh, never mind. Ooh, you okay. saying that back. Pa- Patrick, okay. Well, I'm just going to go with Patrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, he, he commented on here, said that he's the Canadian Gator. So Adam McGill yeah. of uh, of uh, Canada, and uh, he, he is. He, he, yeah, that's what he said. He said he is. Uh, he said uh, uh, that you're one fast dude. So he wanted to salute you on the show. So that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, he runs the same uh, same numbers and all. You look a lot like uh, Adam. Okay. He's probably awesome. drinking Crown, too. <laughs> <laughs> well, there they go. Oh, you know, just just uh, two, uh, yeah, two yeah. normal people. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's awesome, man. That, that's, 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 this is so cool just to see um, how you guys kind of, I don't want to say look 
to to the U.S. Uh, like that, you know, because you compare yourself to Walker Fowler, and then he's comparing himself to the Gator, and yeah, that's just that's just pretty cool. Now, what, and what I think is awesome is like you talked about like Mark Notman and and all those guys, and and how the the relationships that you guys have uh, across borders, and um, no man, I really think that it'd be so cool to see you down here um, next year. And uh, so if you do plan on running the GNCC series, are you, like Brandon said, uh, are you going to plan on running both series at the, uh, at the same season? Uh, I think, uh, I'm, like I said, I'm going to put all my effort into the GNCC, okay. but okay. I could just, like, go to the FMSU so I, it could be good practice for me. Because, mm-hmm. like I said, there's no place to ride. So if I could just go racing, it would be the same for me than practicing. Mm-hmm. Right. Yes, like, could you, like, maybe leave your bike with somebody, like, a, your race bike, and then, like, fly, like, back and yeah, forth? Yeah, um, like, what I'm thinking is, uh, my friend Matt Pierce, like, I'm really close to him, so he, he's, like, the the closest guy I know uh, from the U.S., and yeah. I know he owns a shop, so, like, my dad and my mom, I know that they're listening right now, <laughs> um, we're trying to uh, figure out a way to, uh, keep the quad uh there and i might fly with my girlfriend to matt pierce house and uh like travel with him i'm trying to figure out what's the best way the cheapest way to uh travel all all this this road to go racing like i could leave my bike to to matt i just uh i need like the thing is 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 to go to the races that's the main thing like the quad is easy is easy it's just i have to find out how i'm going to go to the race uh the easiest way. Yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, and travel is such an issue. It's even an issue down here for people that are in the U.S. I can only imagine like the cost and everything coming, uh, coming from as far as you're coming from. But um, it's so cool to see that you're 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 wanting to chase your dreams down here and and then prove yeah. how fast you are down here. Now, let me ask you: When you come down here, would it be for an XC1 race, or would you be racing uh, uh, an XC1 or XC2? Uh. I always uh, run the XC2 class when I I went there because I, mm-hmm. I I know I I might one day have the speed to go XC1, but I just need to uh, train more and and put some more time into practicing and training if I want to go to the XC1 class. So yeah. what I'm thinking, I'm just gonna try uh, the XC2 championship and then I'll see wh- where I end up at the end of the year and then I'll I'll see what I can do and. Maybe if it's going to be XC1 or I'll go for another XC2. Uh, but my dream is just to, uh, to one day be lined up with the best of the best. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's awesome. That's, that's so cool. <laughs> and, um, um, you know, the, the, the thing about, like, you like uh, you know as well as anybody down here, the competition in XC2 is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I mean, just look at Jay Shad uh, a couple of weekends yeah. ago taking second overall from the XC2 line um, at Snowshoe. Yeah. And, it, I mean, the competition is absolutely wild. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys yeah, are absolute, absolutely hauling, and uh, you'll be going up against a bunch of young Kids that love to just yeah. hang her wide open. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Ain't, nobody's scared in that that series, that classes, and that's what I like. I I like a good battle with people. Like I have good battles here too. It just I just want to try something else and and right. and prove prove uh, to the people like there's many more good riders around yeah. the world. You know, there's because like when you talk uh, USA, you talk like. Uh, fastest guys, biggest guys, and uh, everything seems to be big down there. It's just 
I want to show everybody that there's good there's good writers uh, all over the world. You mm-hmm. know, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And, and then what's cool about that is, is when you, when you do come down, I'm sure you have everybody like your competitors, um, the guys that you're normally, normally fighting tooth and nail with in Canada are rooting for you when you're down in the U S. So you have a huge support s- system behind you when you come down and, uh, try your hand yeah. at the GNCC. Yeah. Like when I'm going to, uh, the U S it's, it's much more preparation, so I have to say, like, it had happened a few times. I wasn't ready to go racing, like, because uh, I had to get new stuff for the, the race machine and everything. And I feel like even if I forgot something uh, big or anything, anybody would be a good help down there. Like, I feel like everything's possible when I go there. If I'm going to race, I'll race uh, even, even if anything happens, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, I have I, – I did a lot of friends – uh, in the past, while I go uh, racing there, I, I met some real good people, and I'm trying to uh, keep up. I just I haven't seen them in I think two years because uh, with the COVID I couldn't travel, I couldn't go get my parts. Cause I, it's what we do here is uh, it's cheaper for us to get all the parts from the U.S. and ship them to the border. Wow! And what I have to do is I have to go like get because even if you do ship your parts to your home or go get them you're gonna have to pay the same uh ex- taxes in exchange from u.s to canadian money so it's the same but it's cheaper to take my car and go get them than <laughs> wow. just ship it to my house so the the thing was i had to find someone that was able to cross the border because the covid uh didn't allow us oh, to uh, just uh yeah so it's it's so much money just to like it's ridiculous how much money we put into just getting the parts home. Yeah. Wow, like that's... I have to pay for the parts and then pay for the taxes, the in- exchange, the shipment. So I, I'm, I'm thinking of maybe building a race bike down the U S which is going to be easier because it's, it's easier, easier to get the parts. Wow. I never really thought about that. Like that's insane. Like yeah. it really is insane. And it kind of, it makes me wonder for you, Gabe, and all the guys up there, but you in particular, how does that affect your riding? Mm-hmm. Do you tend to try to take care of your machine more so knowing how hard it is to get parts or, you know, cause a lot of guys down here, um, uh, there's a lot of guys that are really good about taking care of their equipment. And then there's a lot of guys that really just thrash their machines to, to be able to keep up and do what they have to do to race down here. And they're like, Oh, you know, if I need to change, if I need to change these parts, I'll change them out this weekend. But like, what's it like for you in that situation? Um, like what I'm trying to, cause I have two machines. So I, what I do is I, I race the machine and then the, the next year I practice with the same bike. But the thing is I'm trying to get, uh, like almost every part at home on the shelf. So I can, like, if I'm breaking something, mm-hmm. I have it at home because when you, when you want to get something, it's, it's probably more than two weeks to get the parts and there's racing every two weeks. So it's, it's, I have to be careful uh, when I'm riding. Cause I, if I'm breaking like a arms or anything, a suspension, it's, it's, it's that kind of parts that are long, super long to get. Mm-hmm. And so I have to be careful. I have to make sure like I can't rest on a Monday. I have to get the bike ready and see w- what's happening because the next thing you know, you have to order something and you won't have it on, uh, before next races. Hmm. So, so what, what, what we do is, is 
because my mom, she's helping me a lot with um, with the paperwork for, for the parts and everything because she has the time. She doesn't have the time to do it, but she's my mom, so she's helping me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so what we do is just hoarding some, some more parts, but it's it's a lot of money to get like parts on the shelf because, uh, like I said, is with the exchange and everything, uh, it's it's a lot of money to just buy parts and just watching them on the shelf waiting right. to get put on the quad, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, like, man, like, it's well, hard for me to keep my own quad together and I live, <laughs> live around here, not alone, try to ship stuff up and, and get it across the border and then pay for it, the part itself and and all that. that that's that's yeah, crazy. It, yeah, and, like, there, there's a few parts, like, I'm shipping my head and my, uh, my throttle to Matt Pierce to get some work done and then... Like we have to fill so many papers. Just like I already buy the head and I buy my vortex, and I just want to ship it to get repair to Matt Pierce's house, and then I have to prove I already had it when I shipped it. It's it's so much more complicated than just give the head to Matt and he do the work, and then I put it on the quad. You know? <laughs> wow! Yeah. Wow! There's wow. there's so many rules and many things you have to to look up just to make sure everything is right and everything's like I could get parts. Uh, uh, stopped at the border for no reason. They're just looking and just waiting. So oh, I, I had my race bike bill like I think two days before the first race is because I got my my parts the same day. So so is there a place to get them in Canada or or do you just choose to get them from the U.S. because it's cheaper to do it that way? Or do uh, you, what did you say? I, I said is it is there like places like dealerships and stuff in Canada? To where you can get those parts, or is it just faster and easier and cheaper to get them from the United States? Um, there, there's a few places. It's just uh, uh, being like um, a good friend of Matt. I'm used to write what he what he says because mm. he he builds some he builds some good ATVs, and I feel like if I'm doing something different than what he says, the quads won't work. Like he, uh, <laughs> I got you. I example, I don't do any uh, dyno session because. Matt is too far from my house. So what I do is just, he says, put this, put that, and then the mapping is going to work with what you have. You got to run that fuel. And I just put it and it runs great. So I would like to, to buy some stuff here. But like I said, Matt, tell me what to buy. And obviously buy his stuff from the U.S. Mm-hmm. So that's okay. I was just curious. I, yeah. I was yeah. sure. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So we actually have another, uh, we have a couple of comments. Uh, Tamara, oh man, let's pronounce these names. I'm so sorry <laughs> if I mess them up. Tamara. No uh, problem. Jerk is, is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm it's, so uh, sorry. It's one, of, uh, it's, it's one of my friend's girlfriends. Oh, okay. okay. We were doing, mo- we were mountain biking earlier today. Okay. Oh, uh, well, she said <laughs> that, uh, that, um, that she saw you. Once last year had such a big lead that you stopped mid-race, did a burnout in the woods, and then went off and won the race. So, man, you yeah, must be put, um, putting it down up there. <laughs> you know how you know how Adam is a uh, is a uh, having fun on the racetrack. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like to be this thing. Like, I'm just saying hi to my mom, and I'm I'm screaming to people. Like, I did a burnout on that race day because I had so much fun on the racetrack. But yeah. If that was it. I have a video on it. I think on my Instagram. Oh, that's awesome. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's the next uh, yeah. Coca-Cola commercial. He he just stops and grabs a Coke and drinks it. My mom always said, like, if you don't have fun, then you shouldn't do it. So, if I don't, I will race until I can't. 
but if I don't have fun, I won't racing. So when I'm racing, it's just I have fun, and then the rest is, is uh, coming with me. You yeah, Coop, you should if you if you want to have fun, you gotta. You know. <laughs> that's, I don't think it's exactly what he was saying. <laughs> yes. I don't think it's exactly what he was saying. Um, but that kind of reminds me of like Jay Shad. Like mm-hmm. you know, he he wasn't having fun um, um, at the XC one level when he was in there at that one point in time. Left the racing series, came back, and then now he's having fun. Look how good he's doing. And it sounds, you know, talking to you, Gabe, it just sounds like you are having fun. And what's crazy is it is. Is I do. to be able to have fun and and to deal with the part situation like you do, um, it, it's just it sounds like a lot on your plate. He's got to have fun to to do all that to work. To be able to do all that, you have to you have, have fun. you yeah. have to love it. There's no doubt yeah, about it. like you have to love the, the the sport and like like I said, if I don't have fun, I wouldn't do it because it's so much preparation. <laughs> I don't say it's easier into the US because uh, racing down there is 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 harder probably than what I do here, but like I said, there's my mom. She just puts so like my dad helps, my girl helps, and I have a lot of people behind me. But my mom, she do the most of the work, like sponsorship and everything. Because you know, I didn't speak English when I was at school, and I, I failed uh, English at school, and so I had to uh, use my mom. She helped me a lot with sponsorship and everything. And then I started talk, talking in English uh, when I went to the races. If you would ask Walker. Because I, I saw him for the first time in 2012, and like it was like a dream. I, I was talking to Walker, and then he's my friend since then. But I wasn't talking a lot because English was hard for me. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you, you, so my mom she helps a lot with everything because it's like I said. Sometimes she has more more time for me to uh, than me to help me with sponsorship and mm-hmm. uh, fill the papers and everything. That's awesome. Man, I tell you, what, Brandon. How dumb are we as Americans? Because like I don't know anybody that speaks two languages, no. but it honestly feels like there are so many people that English is a second language. I think English is just easier to learn. That's what I'm saying. Are you sure? Are yeah. you sure? Are you sure? See, about he just that? said, "Yeah." See? Well, yeah, it is. In- English is easier. See. See, I mean, yeah. but the thing is, is, is like, I, I, I can't even read these people's names and I, right. I feel terrible about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, but the thing is, uh, I, I, I don't live so far from Montreal and, um, most of people, uh, there speaks English. Hmm. So being, being, uh, talking English here is, is real good. Cause, uh, there's so many people that just talk in English when you go to Montreal. So, it helps a lot. So it, it, it might be a reason why there's so many people here that talk both language because Montreal, most of, most of it is English. Okay. Yeah. 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 <clears throat> yeah. That's just cool. I mean, I feel like, are we sheltered? Because <laughs> it just seems like, you know, yeah. all, all we have to worry about is like, you know, people talking. In I just want to know why you chose the, the four wheels and not ice skates, right? Isn't that what you Canada people do skate? <laughs> So now, you're, now you're profiling. <laughs> I'm just messing. <laughs> no, but honestly, that's a question that I have. When you're up there racing in your series, is it like, what's the weather situation like? Do you ever have races where it's cold? Like, um, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. What what's that like up there? It it, it depends. Uh, like, what what are you talking about? Because I raced ice racing what one year, mm. and then it it got like super cold. I think it was minus. I'm honest right now. I think it was minus 43 Celsius. Oh, wow. Like it was the coldest I ever saw. Like my truck run the whole day because I didn't know if it was 
going to start again when I end up the day. So I had to boost the quad all day, and then it was it was cold. But when we uh, we race uh, in the summer, the first races are cold, and the few last ones are really cold. And there's there's a couple of team races at the end of the year, and those ones are cold. Like you have to to wear some colder, uh, warmer uh, clothes because it's uh it's it, it's it's cold. It, it's cold. Sorry. Yeah, you're good. That's, that's yeah, but it, it can get it can get like super warm in the summer. Like in June, it's it's warm, but the the uh, weather changes a lot. Like it's cold in the night, and then it it gets uh, warm in the day. Okay, okay. Especially when we start riding. Okay, gotcha, gotcha. We have a, a comment. Uh, uh, Mark Schwar- Schwarter said that uh, your Mark, secret. Mark Schwarter. Yeah. He's, um, Mark Mike Schwarter is uh he's my main sponsorship here. Okay. He's, cool. uh, He's the owner of Quad Expert dealership, so he owns the Yamaha dealership. He, he's a, he's probably listening right now, and he's the biggest help uh, from a dealer I had in, in years. And he's, he's the reason why I have a deal with Yamaha and, and have uh, fresh race bikes every year. Hmm. So thanks, Mark, if you're listening right now. Thanks a lot. Yeah, we appreciate yeah. you listening, Mark. And uh, he said that your secret to speed is your uh, mustache, I think. I think it's is that, yeah. is that what it is. Mustachial? <laughs> Yeah. Is, that, is that a mustache? Yeah, because I had a yeah. big mustache, but yeah. my uh, my beard is getting is coming back. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Getting ready for the cold. He's gonna say, I say he's getting, getting ready for the cold. Ready for the cold <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So how has your season gone to date? Um, um, how many races are you in to your season right now? And uh, what's what's your series look like for you? Um, I had to uh, – it's, it's funny because – I had to raise the practice bike on, on the first races of the year because I didn't receive all my parts for a fresh bike. So uh, I, I thought I, I would have all my parts for a new new bike. So the practice bike was ready, but somehow I had a, a problem with the gas cable. And then I ended up the day, I think, four on that day. So I, it, it, it was my first time not being on the podium in a long time. So I, it kind of... Uh, I had to think like what I did wrong because it, it, it was a long time ago since I, I didn't win on the podium. So I had to regroup and then I get my parts. I think, uh, like I said, two days before the races, I think on the Thursday. And then I hand, I hand up the day. I think it was two or three a.m. in the morning with my friends. We, we uh, built a bike and then it was ready to go. So I leave for the races on Friday, and then I won the whole, all the races since then. So I have three wins in a row right now. Okay. So I, I just I just took the uh, the points lead right now okay. from last weekend. Awesome. Heck yeah. Awesome. And, and how many yeah, races? So it's still, it's, it's still go ahead. good. No, no. Go ahead and finish. I'm sorry. No, I, yeah. It feels good like to uh, to leading because I I want to have the mindset. I don't want to leave my. I I'm not saying I'm I'm leaving my. Uh, my series because I always will be running the, uh, to the FMSU, but I want to live as I leave as a champion. And then I like say it's, it's next step for me is GNCC racing. And I want to live uh, as a champion. Like, so I really, really want to win this year and get ready for the next season. I, if, if you get what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, this is 
this is such a cool uh because yeah. we didn't know that that you aspired to do this next year so coming on to the show and talking to us about this um, um it really just uh, hits home with us because you know how how big we are with the gncc series um how big we yeah. are into the gncc yeah. series um so it's really cool to hear that and um uh there's a lot of guys that listen to the series and they got they better be ready because yeah. uh because gabe's coming okay, gabe's year. coming down yeah absolutely yeah the mustache yeah, I was, is coming. I was talking to uh Cody Colliery. There's not a lot of people that knows uh, about that, so it's, it's, it's the first time I, I'm saying it loud. But the thing is, I work for my dad, and like I'm the only guy. We do doors and windows uh, for my dad, so I I put doors and windows on houses. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is I'm the only team for my dad right now to do that. So if I'm leaving, uh, we I'm gonna have to. What I'm looking is uh, I'm, I want to find someone that could take my places while I'm gone for mm-hmm. like a week, you know. Yeah. So I I don't want to. Uh, I, it's a lot to 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 fix before I can say I'm gonna do it. But we looking we are looking into it. Like I really want to do it. I just need to figure out a lot of stuff with my mom and my dad. Make sure like the company still still healthy. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, that, yeah. that's pretty cool. Oh. I mean, uh, to work with your dad and stuff as a family business, and then and then you're. Man, there's, but it's so cool. what's cool about that is mm-hmm. think about this, Brandon. Is how many people in the GNCC series are kind of in that same position? Right. Like mm-hmm. a lot of family um, oriented businesses and a lot of uh, um, um, uh, like construction Mission, style yeah. businesses that that people. I mean, yeah. I mean, it's like. We might be separated by borders, but we're cut from the same cloth. That's right. Is what I'm trying to say. So yeah, that's yeah, cool. yeah. Yep. Yeah, like I think is if I want to make this dream possible, I have to have my dad behind me because it's it's a lot of money and I I don't think I don't say it's impossible, but I think every great writer has mom and dad behind them because mm-hmm. it's it's a lot to take, it's a lot of responsibilities and like it's I have my girlfriend that she's really behind me because it's she's doing a lot since we have the new house. So it's it's new for us to just uh, get ready for races, but she's a uh, she's pushing me every day to get better and go training, and she's a uh, she helped me a lot with the food and, and keep me on the straight line of uh, being good athlete because I I I like I like chocolate and everything, so it's hard for me to keep up. But she's uh, <laughs> I like to go uh, eat poutine, so I like Mark's favorite food, so. Uh, she, she keeping me on the straight line and it helps a lot. That's cool. That'd be my toughest part as well. Yeah, the food. The, the, food. Food the yeah, food's what, I mean, is what I can see. It's the food. <laughs> so, so, Gabe, uh, um, I, we have to ask you, we asked uh, um, uh, Lance before he left the show as, as well, you know, with the GNCC series the way it is right now, and, you know, you talk about you're, being, you're a big fan of Walker and a, bit, a friend of Walker. Um there is a serious battle right now between uh, Walker yeah. um, and uh, and they they got those guys are flying so like it is just a wild race at the front this year between yeah. Bryson and Walker. What is it like, you know, from your perspective, like watching that that race right now for the championship? I don't know. It's it's, it's hard to say because I don't say I'm. I've been in that same position, but I know what it's like to be up front and, and having the pressure of keeping the number one. I know it's not the same because it's not the same, it's not the same uh, 
um, like kind of speed and kind of racing. But what I what I think is Walker has a great um, program. He just needs to uh, like he, he's fast and he has everybody behind him. I just think like it's new for him to to have someone that can beat him for more than like two races in a row. And I I know he has what it takes to get back up front. You just need to figure out like maybe what's wrong or I, it's it's what I think. I, I haven't talked to them in a while, but that's why I think is I think he could he could still win in win it because he's, he's still fast like it's not like he wasn't fast anymore it's just yeah he, i think he's still in the game he's just like the summer break i think would be good for him because he's going to regroup and then maybe find out what what was what is wrong with his program maybe I, I don't know what's going on i know he he changed a few stuff on his race bike so maybe he's going to regroup and then get back where, where he's used to be yeah, well, we were actually we were at Snowshoe um, and watched him take that win, and then unfortunately Bryson had the mechanical. But that kind of even the playing yeah. field out with mechanicals. They both have one mechanical uh, going into the summer break, and they're only separated by ten points, ten or eleven points. But mm-hmm. uh, um, from firsthand experience watching Walker on the podium, uh, winning the Snowshoe race, um, um, it looked to me like Brandon. I think you can probably say the same thing that there was a lot of weight lifted off his shoulders. That yeah. was a big big win so we're excited to see after summer break um what he uh how he comes out swinging i think he's going to be ready to go and uh i think it's gonna be a dogfight to the finish for sure yeah i think he's uh like winning before the summer break is is good for 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 his head you know like for his mental because he's he's leaving uh through this into the summer break saying like i i still can win and i still can uh be where where I used to be, so I think he's a he's going to be more confident with that win uh, going back to the uh, four last races. Yeah, yeah, I, I think that's what um, you know what we were kind of thinking too. Um, but you know, Bryson Neal is just has just shown some great speed this year and uh, sprint speed for sure. Um, so it, it's going to be an awesome uh, barn burner uh, into Ford races uh, coming down to it, and uh, it's going to be interesting. That's you know. That's yeah, a, absolutely. Yeah. So, or do you think that um, are are you going to be able to are are you wanting to ever to try to come down this year at all and run like a a um, a race or something like that to see where you stack up? Or I, I was trying to uh, I, I was trying to make it to one races. Okay. But uh, while the COVID was happening, I lost my passport because it ended up. I think I I had a five years passport. So I have to get a new one right now. I just took my picture yesterday for my new passport and I won't be able to get it. I don't think I'm going to be able to get it before the end of this, the season. So uh, I wish I could, but yeah, so I, I'm going to have it for the next season, but I don't think I'm going to make it this year. What would be the closest race to you? Uh, would it be something like uh, like High Point, or would it be something like um, uh, like uh, Iron Indi- like Iron Man over in Indiana? Well, what's the closest to your home? Uh, Unadilla and Tomahawk, um, Tomahawk Black Sky, and Unadilla was I think six hours from my house. Oh man, that's not bad actually. Long. Yeah, it's it's like everything uh, closest to New York is not so bad, but I think. Most races are 10 to 12 hours from my house, except for the beginning of the year. Like if you go uh, Florida mm-hmm. uh, and then all these races, Georgia and everything, it's it's more than 12 hours. Yeah. But 
Yeah, like I think when we went to Florida, it was something around 28 hours to go down there just because we had to stop and everything a few times. But all all in all, it was 28 hours, so it's it's, it's real far. Yeah, yeah, that's a long that's haul. A long that's haul. a that's a yeah. when you when you jump in the truck to go that far, you're dedicated. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I mean my dad drives the whole way because I was sleeping like right beside him. <laughs> but yeah like i said i have i need my dad to go racing yeah because if i don't have him i'm probably gonna sleep in the truck waiting to go to the racetrack <laughs> oh man it takes a team it, it takes does, a team yeah. to do this type yeah, of stuff yeah, and uh um, does, yeah yeah and you can't like you know uh i think every racer that you see whether it be in canada or or in the u.s every good racer behind them there's a really solid team mm-hmm. and i think you're yeah. you're a good example of that as well yeah, exactly. Um, I have my um, my my best friend Phil. He he's a, he always have uh, been in my shop every night to get the race bike ready, and so he 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 buy a new home. I think four hours from my house, so it it, it makes things harder for me to get. He's like the Mark Notman of Canada, you know. Yeah. <laughs> he's always have been uh, so when everybody's sleeping, he was there with me building the bike and get everything lined up and. He shows up to a few races here and there, but it, he's building his new house, so I haven't seen him. I have seen him uh, last week because it was close from his uh, his house, but like it was a big part of my program. And then I, we still we still trying to uh, make everything lined up together because he's my best friend. He's always been there. We won every championship together, and but like you said, we, you have to have a good team behind yeah. you if you want to make it because. There's 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 good days when you win the races, but there's real bad days when you're in your shop waiting for parts, and I'm calling my mom to get everything. Uh, <laughs> it's it's a lot of uh, there there's 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 a good picture like everybody's seeing, but there's some stuff behind the scene that nobody knows. Mm-hmm. Right. Because it's, right. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Oh yeah. There's there's a lot of late nights when we used to race uh, in the garages oh, yeah. and man. Absolutely. Uh, especially the quads, man. We spent a lot of late nights over there, and, and only the people closest to you really know the struggles that you that you dealt with. Absolutely, absolutely. If you want a quad, if you want a bike to last, a GNCC or a race up in Canada, an XC race up in Canada, whatever it is, you got to put the work in on it. Yeah. That's for sure. That's yeah. for sure. Yeah, you have to. And like I said, I'm working for, uh, with my dad, so <clears throat> I can have more. Uh, the schedule is easier for me to. Uh, train and get everything lined up because i work for my dad so i could do extra work on on the thursday and then leaving uh earlier for races on friday and all the, the those kind of stuff yeah yeah, yeah absolutely cool. absolutely <clears throat> so uh quick shout out to uh gary Harmon. uh hey man how you doing appreciate you <laughs> co- commenting uh get, brandon actually funny gary was actually uh our uh uh, seat buddy at the CMA Fest. Oh, so, really? Yeah. See how oh, funny see, yeah. you meet new people everywhere. That's so, right. Thank, appreciate you watching, Gary. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, so, Gabe, um, um, you know, you know, we understand that you, like your goal this season is to take the championship up in Canada and to be able to come down to the U.S. and and pursue your dreams next year. Um, um, dude, it's really cool to have you on the show and to be able to talk about that. Um, uh, how many more races do you have this season uh, up in Canada? Uh, um. Like there's a, there's a couple of um, of series here like okay the two biggest there's the nationals is the biggest one which is, I think I have four races left because okay. there's not much one weather here so 
the, the races are super close and I can't have like 13 rounds because it's too much, too, um, too many rounds uh, for a full summer. Right. So, gotcha. But what we have is we have the national, I think it was this year is eight races, but um, the thing is there's a couple of team races in between uh, the races. I, I, we, we did won the championship of the nationals and the team race last year. I was racing with one of my friends and I can't make it this year because uh, like I said, I, I bought the new house and it's a lot of money in the house uh, to, get, to get the things ready for that. And so I just put my energy in, in the nationals. The, last year we did a lot of races, uh, nationals and, and the team race. So if, if, if I would, I could race uh, every weekend, but I have to just focus on nationals right now and, and fix the house. You know? <laughs> I understand so, that, man. I'm an adult now. <laughs> that that makes things Man. rough that makes things rough for that's, sure yeah. <laughs> that's for sure yeah yeah <laughs> so so hey yeah. man gabe Man, again, appreciate yep. you coming on the show. And everybody that's joined us from Canada tonight, uh, really cool to have you guys on the show and uh, uh, appreciate the yeah. support. And, uh, man, Gabe, um, uh, such a cool guy. Uh, we've really enjoyed talking to you tonight. Now, this question this be might interesting. be interesting. <laughs> mm -hmm. I don't know if you heard uh, what we had asked Lance before, but everybody that we have on the show for the first the time. Fast we, food. The yeah, fast, fast food. food, yep. We have to ask – what is your favorite fast food and what is your favorite candy bar or candy? Um, uh, if you had to choose for the rest of your life, what would it be? Hey, I I'm sorry, but what is a candy bar? <laughs> oh, really? You don't know. Uh, yeah, it might be another another turn, another way to say that. But I Snickers, sure. okay. Reese's cup, Snickers, Reese's cup, um, Three Musketeers. I'm trying to think of like can like uh, uh, Carmelo. Yeah, anything that okay. So pretty much anything you buy. Oh, on a gas you mean like uh, Kit Kat and all? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so oh, okay, so I get it. What do you call that? What do you call that in Canada? Ah, uh, it's uh, I just chocolate. <laughs> just, oh, just chocolate. chocolate. Okay. Okay. Chocolate. There's, there's no way to say that. Uh, Basic, yeah. I like it. Okay. 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 Gotcha. A Hershey's bar. Yeah. Okay. Um, nice. If you're asking me what what fast food, I would I. I enjoy the most is honestly anywhere there's a uh, poutine. Honestly, this is where I like to go because it's it's the best meal you could have here. If you're asking Mark, he's gonna say the same. Okay. So, any, anywhere there's there's poutine, I I'm into it. <laughs> there's there's, <laughs> there's a, a better one, but like there's a worse one and better one, but everywhere there's no uh, fast food like. Um, smaller uh restaurant this is where the best one is so yeah putin is is, is what i like in a fast food anywhere there's putin i'm i'm in it can, can i just get some putin to go and, <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome I, I there's a few places but I, I i don't remember it right now <laughs> oh okay gotcha yeah 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 so man that's cool um and I'm sure anywhere that that that's Mark approved, I, I'll, I'll stamp an approval as well. So yeah, just ask Mark, and then he'll he'll let you know. He'll let us know. Okay, okay, cool. okay. Well, Gabe, man, thank you for coming on the show tonight. We appreciate your time. Uh, appreciate talking to you, and uh, really looking forward to to having you down here in the U.S. Uh, at some point in time and racing the GNC series. And Brandon, I bet you there's some people out there taking a mental note for their mm -hmm. uh, for their um, um, fantasy split line fantasy. So if you didn't know gabe we actually have a uh a split line fantasy game for gncc and i bet you you'd be a good pick uh on a fantasy team for sure 
Yeah, I'm going to look into it. Hey, um, my girlfriend, she just sent me a message because she's listening, and she says, Taco Bell is the favorite fast Taco food. Bell. Okay. Hey, there you go. Taco yeah. Bell is yeah. legit. Uh, I used to, we used to have one, I think when, it was one hours from my house, and then it's closed now since the COVID. So I haven't eaten a good Taco Bell in a while, but I know she's listening, and when we go to the race in the U.S., I promise her we're going to stop for a taco bell <laughs> hey, hey you can't awesome, go man. you can't go very far without seeing a taco that's bell. right so i don't care what state yeah. you're in uh if you're on your way to a gncc you're probably passing about 20 of them so uh <laughs> yeah, you, you won't have I any think there's excuses only like one or two left here oh, i think wow. i'm not sure yeah. yeah okay gotcha man that's that's crunch wrap baby yeah gotta get the crunch wrap <laughs> and she actually just talked just commented on the show that you have to take her to taco bell so <laughs> Oh, she just did? Yeah, yeah, she just did. She just did. <laughs> so. Good. All right, man. Well, Gabe, will. Uh, we will talk to you uh, soon. And uh, like I said, appreciate you coming on the show, man. And um, uh, good luck to you. We'll be following you the rest of the season up there in Canada. And uh, like I said, man, like super pumped and really looking forward to seeing, uh, to seeing you uh, coming down here and uh, throwing your name in the hat. Thanks. I, I, I really appreciate uh, uh, all all what's happening tonight it's been a it's, it's been a first for me and then i was i was nervous all day because uh, it's uh, i'm not used to that kind of a uh, podcast and everything it's my first time so i really appreciate it and i i feel like we're getting there and then we're gonna make the dream come true with my whole team and my family absolutely man. absolutely yeah, man. podcasts are easy right we're just we're just chilling and hanging out <laughs> talking yeah exactly honestly i've, I've been nervous all day i was I think I told my girl all day I was nervous because I'm. It's the same when I go racing. I'm nervous, and then when it started, everything's fine. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Good, yeah. And here's the thing: like our live is not our biggest, um, no. our biggest thing. Like you know, we kind of just started the live. Uh, what was it about two months ago, yeah, Brandon? Something like that. Just yeah. started the live yeah. two months ago. So it's it, we don't really have a lot of people on live, but um, you know, we actually really haven't talked about numbers. But uh, um, I'm glad I didn't tell I you mean, numbers. I mean, they're boosting up. They're boosting. They're up. boosting. <laughs> <laughs> like once we get into the archives and like the Spotify's and everything like that. So we are audio as well. Um, you know, there's going to be probably about uh, 2000 people listening to you. So, yeah. so, uh, uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. cool, man. It's cool to have you on here. It's and a, really cool. To it's get awesome. Your, yeah. Really cool to get your story out. And, uh, uh, like I said, man, as soon as you, Hey, here's, here's one thing, Brandon and Gabe, yeah. Whenever you are down in the U.S. and if you're coming through West Virginia, we have to have you in studio. Yeah, yeah. that's that's a that's a yeah, cool problem, experience. It would be, it would be my pleasure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that'd be awesome. Yeah. So we're like kind of like right in the hub. We're close to uh, we're close to High Point. We're not too far away from yeah. Snowshoe. We're not very far away from John Penton. We're kind of like in the nucleus of the GNCC nation. So uh, so you'll have Good. to you, perfect. You have, yeah, you'll have to stop in, man. <laughs> What, what what I'm saying is uh, I'm going to live the dream next year and then I'll do uh, the most thing I can as possible. Yep. So if, if we're saying we're going to meet in your, your, your studio, then we will do it. We're we going to find some, a way to do it. Okay. Absolutely. Sounds and good. then Devin Masters just mentioned that uh, you'll need to go riding with us. We have uh, we have several places around here where we can ride, so you'll, uh, you can, yeah. co- you'll, you can come could, and, and embarrass practice. us. <laughs> yeah, I could practice. 
I, I, I need it. I need practice because <laughs> I, I don't have that much places here. Yeah, oh, we, yeah. We, we have a couple of places here we can go, and uh, we'll what we'll do is we'll make a we'll make a day of it. We'll go ride, and then we'll come in and do, do, the, do the podcast. Yeah, that's it's perfect with me, and I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man. All, all right, man. Well, we'll talk to you later, and uh, uh, again, appreciate you coming on the show tonight, bud. Hey, no problem. Thanks for having me, guys. All right, man. Oh, all right, man. See ya. Later, buddy. Have a good night. You too. Bye. You too. I just dropped him. Well, I just dropped. You just dropped him. Gabe, if you're still listening, I'm sorry. I dropped you, man. Yeah. I dropped the phone. And that's that's so crazy. Like uh, the dedication uh, of oh, I go, I would say a lot of the Canadian uh, XE racers. That's crazy that they have to get the like. You know, it's better to get the parts from America to get them up there if you want the the good stuff and. That's a lot, dude. Oh, dude, it's so. I, I mean, get so mad when I'm ordering from Rocky Mountain. And it takes two or three days to get it here. Absolutely. Like I, I literally <laughs> like that makes me feel humble because right. I just ordered some stuff for my mountain bike and it's not going to be here until next week. Right. And I was already like, I got. I'm, I'm going to go. I'm. I'm going to have to drive clear <laughs> twenty minutes down the road to a bike shop and get these parts. Right. I know, it's, and, it's, and then like you know, you talk to you talk to Gabe and like realize like, like what he goes through uh, to get stuff. I've, yeah, he's like the fastest I'm gonna get in two weeks. I'm like, yeah, I'd be like, oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, have That's we had crazy. any more entries in the the movie? In the movie, the movie. So while you're looking at that, uh-huh. let me get your thought of this. So we have the motocross of nations mm-hmm. for the bikes and quads. Mm-hmm. We have the ISDE six days for the bikes. What do we have that's worldwide for the quad XE? XE? We need to, we need to get something going. Well, I know that uh, doesn't Josh Merritt do that race um, in Portugal or something like that every once in a while. I might be Josh if I'm. Yeah, I, <laughs> but it's not. Yeah, it's it, not. Yeah, XC. it's not like it's. Yeah, it's like a twelve hour over there or something, isn't it? Something like that. Yeah. yeah. But but like we need to have something for the quads. The quads. Like a national. Yeah. I mean, like I said, like the quads, they finally got their motocross of nations uh, for the motocross side. We need to get the something going on with the with the quad. Yeah. Bring some guys Doug, over from Doug Kirk mentioned the Baja race. Uh and, and I agree. But that's not Right, that's not XC, right? right. Like yeah. that's more like your desert, your your works, yeah. guys. Um, um, I agree with you, Brandon. I think that we do need something like that. Like, dude, how cool would it be to to right. to? Why can't we have a six day? Yeah, even a five day. I'd say yeah. for a five day. I think people would be happy four, with a three day, four, four day, <laughs> two and a half day. I'm good well, with it all. As long as it's one day, it could even be one day. It could even, even be one day. That's right. That's right. It's better than what we have none now. Zero day. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So uh, 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 Doug Kirk wanted to call us out. Uh, he said, "Speaking of riding together, when is the ride day?" Oh yeah, we're working on We've that. We've been dropping the ball on that. We haven't really been mentioning it lately. And Doug, I agree with you. Um, it might. It would help if another guy that did this podcast Let's actually roll. rode. So, anyways, hey, and speaking of name dropping, we've kind of been messing. I guess Doug Kurt's name. It's not Kurt. It's Kirk. Kurt, right? Doug, have we been messing <laughs> your name up for like, like ever? Eight months now. <laughs> Is it Kirk or Crick? Crick. Kirk. Kirk. Oh, I don't it. know. Dude, if we, like. Like everybody that's tuning in right now, there's a lot of people from Canada yeah. watching. And if I've messed so many names up, and then one of our own sponsors, yeah, that's right. Like, that's gonna be bad. I, yeah. I I appreciate you bringing that up on the show. Yeah, <laughs> no, no problem. I'll make you look. Well, Might as well, right? Hey, that's what we're here. We're here to make to entertain our listeners, and you know they're all laughing at us right now. Yeah, absolutely. Or laughing I, with us. I, I'm, I'm not sure which one I'm, it is. I'm laughing with us as well. <laughs> Rodney can hold the flags. Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa! No. Listen, oh. listen. Ooh. 
I will break the bike out. <laughs> I will break the bike out, and I will throw down on that moto track. Oh, boy. And we're going to get some slow-mo videos because... As long as you're videotaping in slow motion, you are you, might, you I was might say, are you allowed fast. to get out of first gear, like auto speed, or? Oh, dude, dude, we're gonna we're gonna throw down. We're gonna throw down. <laughs> Listen, let's settle this, and we're gonna get we're gonna get a day and uh, get set up at track ninety three. Get a rod day, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna do it. When do we want to do it? I don't know. Man. Why are we? We're making these plans on air. We should be doing it off air. Yeah, and then off like, air. T- telling people about it but doug uh get with us after the show and we will try to iron out a date whatever day works good for doug because he's coming probably with the farthest doug, away. If you're com- yeah you're coming the uh the farthest uh oh he he said brandon said it correctly so we're going to have to <laughs> listen to that Kirk. 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 dang it dang it why have you let us mess it up so for so long doug <laughs> so jeez, oh, yeah it, 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 it happens awesome. it happens but so, yeah Man, I don't know. It's been a good show tonight, it has. hasn't it? It's been it's been it's been pretty good. It's been a lot of interesting conversations. Yeah. Um man, uh Lance over there kinda opened my eyes up a little bit and um with his product and how he's done his thing and taking like, some notes a little bit in my mind here, mental notes, uh yeah, you know, what to run and what not to run. And uh and then you got, you know, Gabe putting um a lot of things going maybe for next year, a little bit of another X C two guy maybe and and uh just how tough it is you know i sometimes i whine and cry a little bit how how tough it is around here and having time and, and to do it all but then a guy in canada is trying to get is doing the same thing but getting parts from here and takes forever and and finding the time to do it all and gee, i don't know i don't know if I'd, i don't know if i'd be racing if i lived no, in canada right no now. absolutely not it, it, it'd be tough yeah hats off man hats off so brandon are you ready to break this thing down yeah we're, we're you ready are we done? Yeah, I mean... I'm done. Are you done? I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm hey, cooked. guys, thank you again for listening to the show. If you like it, make sure you subscribe, yeah. uh, like it, share it, all those like things. It, share. Uh, <laughs> we're pumped to have you guys on the show tonight and I'm pumped to be able to talk to yeah. uh, some awesome people um, <clears throat> about what we love to talk about, man. Yeah, so that's right. Go ahead and just start talking, take, Brandon. Take it down, right? Take it down. All right, man, guys, listen, support us. If you want to support us, support these sponsors. Uh, they're amazing. Um, Guts, Andy Gregg over there are amazing. You guys shouldn't be running Guts. If you want to be on the podium... If you want to be on the podium, you need to be running these sponsors, all right? If you want to be uh, top three on the box each and every weekend, you need to have a Guts Racing seat cover. You need to have some sill savers. You need to have XC gear. You need to have a Sunstar chain and sprockets. And then you need to go run some Mountain State locals to be good on the national circuit, right? So, ooh, here we go. Mm. Mm. Oh, man, you just messed that up. I did. All right. But, yeah, anyways, Guts Racing Seeks, go hook them up. Um, Marty over Steel Savers, they're awesome over there. Um, use this code. It's split line. Is it capital S split line? Capital S. Capital S. Split line. Save 25% off. And if any of you guys want to be like, if you side by sides or anything, they got a new product out. It's like their uh, it's like their flag saver, right? Yeah. I'm not really sure. I've never ran a flag, but I'm sure if you're a desert rider or something like that. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> uh, uh, check them out over there. Um, palm savers, um, everything over there. I use them all full gas. Um, everything worked great. Nothing, nothing wrong with that. Sunstar, Sunstar, Shannon Sprockets, guys. Those Doug things. Kirk. Doug Kirk. 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 
is awesome. Man, you cannot get a better chain of sprocket. Cannot get a chain of better chain of sprocket, and you also can't get a better guy behind That's you. That's right. Speaking of Doug, Doug's going to be sitting in his seat sometime soon. Heck yeah. He said that he wants to make the drive and come in studio and do it with All us. I got to say, Doug, is be ready for the hot box and uh, wear some deodorant. And, uh, you know, you'll be good. All right. It yeah. gets a little hot in here. I'm already yeah. sweating. Um, but, yeah, guys, run run some. If you're not running Sunstar Chain and Sprockets, there's wrong something wrong. You're dumb. I don't know. I don't know. You got to run them. All right. Save uh, 30%. Always get these codes all messed split up because there's split line split 30. 30. Always get the 25 and 30 mixed up. So, all right. Split line 30. It's like a sponsorship. Yeah. Uh, go run them. Um, XC Gear. Lance, you just heard it all from Lance. All right. You know what it's like. You know what it's about. Be ready for that bar pad. That's right. The bar pad sounds amazing. It's coming. It's it coming. sounds amazing. It was announced here tonight. That's that the right. The bar pad is coming. The bar pad is on its way. Um, want to cut down some vibration of the bars? You want to cut down some arm pump? Make a 360 on the ATV or the dirt bike. That's right. Or if you want to save some knees. You want to save your knees, man? Spurs. Get some foot pegs. Spurs. The spurs. Yep. Absolutely. Heck yeah. I mean. <laughs> or if you want to be like Doug Kirk. Uh, you can put the uh, Hammerhead 360 on your mountain bike, which I need to do because I'm Mr. Mountain Bike over here. Yeah, that's I mean that's all thing he does ride, kinda. I mean it's it's kind of broke down over there. So yeah, there's no wheels um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry guys. Then once you get all that on, you need to go over here and check out Mountain State Hair Scramble series. Richie Nolan and the crew over there put on an amazing sh uh, series, amazing show for you guys. Go check them out. Tracks are amazing. Maybe when maybe when Gabe's down here, we can get him to run a Mountain State race. Yeah, we can get him to run. We need to get Doug come down and run a Mountain State. There we go. That'd be a good weekend for him. That would be a good weekend. Yeah. We're going to get that ride day situated. Ride out. day, yeah. Yeah. yeah Everything be good. All right, man. We're getting loose. We're getting real loose. <laughs> getting loose with this jam. Guys, it's been a great show. want to give another thanks to Lance Smith. <laughs> For coming on the show gabriel nod for coming on the show you guys were great guests uh we are on episode 84 fastly approaching episode 100 if you guys are listening to me in the uh spotify appreciate you guys yep. listening to us also also so uh remember thank you guys for joining us tonight like and share like and share and we will see you for episode 85 it's gonna be a big one a big one a big one a big one all right episode 84 <laughs> we are out peace